Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Hello again, guys. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night. My name is Thomas, and welcome to another episode of the Broadcast Podcast. And joining me, as always, is my brother in crime. Give it up for my bro, and he's your bro too. Give it up for Alan. Hello, everyone. It is I. It is he. It is me. Yes, welcome back to the Broadcast. I, I'm Alan. Tom, how are you? Bro, I'm good. I was just saying, uh, been uh, having a trouble sleeping recently with snoring. Maybe it's just part of getting older. I don't know if it's something that men go through, but yeah. Now, what do you mean when you say snoring? Is your missus snoring and it's keeping you up, or you're I'm, waking yourself up? I'm the snorer. I don't. Good. I actually don't know. I do it. No. Uh, but I'm getting the you know used to be the old nudge, little elbow. Come on, bub, you're snoring, and I go, oh, but oh, I didn't know I was doing that. But it seems to be. I thought I was a side sleeper, like I sleep on my side. Yeah. It seems to be that when she's nudging me, I'm actually on my back, which means my head's jacked back, which is where it's all just nasal and throat. Uh, I found this is a solution at a time where my partner and I were just sort of seeing each other. We're just easing how we were seeing, you know, uh, you know, a sleeping arrangement, you know, how it was going. When things got sort of serious before my, um, our kid came along, and uh, I used to find that, that I would be sleeping on my back and that was the worst time because I would go, and it just sounded like something coming out of my face, but it was basically just saying, and my partner would just give me a nudge and say, hey, okay. And I knew that in my side, in my body, I had to roll over onto my side. Mm. And I think, I know that puts me to sleep. I, I, I know I'm for how long now, nearly going up 10 years, my partner and I are going, um, just laying on my side helps. Mm. And uh, I don't get a nudge. I think I do snore like a like a chainsaw. I mean, I know that, but I I, I have to wait for. And it's not fair on my missus, but I, I wait for her to fall asleep first, then I go to sleep. Mm. And uh, again, <clears throat> I imagine if you set up a camera in my room you know, one night, you could just hear me like, "What in the is coming out of his face?" You know, it's like, <laughs> oh, hi, 
it, it, it would be found disgusting. It would be great TV. It would be great for the podcast as well too. But um, I would say try sleeping on your side. That might help. Um, oh, maybe could because it's happening with the part of life right now. And I know there's a in our certain age in the mid thirties, coming up to forties, is basically might be told might be told to go to have get a sleep test, mm. and you might be a uh, a sleep apnea machine might be have to apply maybe you know you go to bed and hey babe has it gone look like Darth Vader you want to have some you're like no okay then I'll put my lightsaber away babe just go like, you're all tangled up just <laughs> my cords there you gotta I'm taking off you look like the goddamn predator well I actually asked our mates in our group chat I just I went to Jules and I went to Orco because they're two of our mates that actually when we used to go away me Alan and our fellas we actually noticed they would stop breathing when we would go camping and we would be like dude are you alive and you hear nothing and you go and poke him and then it'll be like yeah I'm alright but I'm like I'll ask them if they know because they've got missuses and I'm like well are they getting pulled up about it and you know, Jules said to me I probably should have I should, probably should go look into but I don't um, and all guys haven't got back to me yet, but I thought, well, I found some tablets that I started taking yesterday, but yep. they take a couple of days to kick in, and they're ones that actually, you just chew them, the chewable tablet. Um, so I thought I might just sleep in the spare room tonight and just keep the tablets up and see how we go, but mm-hmm. you know, it's not a good thing when you can't have a solid night's sleep, especially when we're waking each other up, because I can wake up and then go straight back, where mm-hmm. she can wake up and then she's awake. Like, her mind starts going, just thinking about work and all this other stuff, and then can't sleep. Gotcha. So, yeah. Besides that, everything is going good. It's uh, The kids are all back at school now, so I'm still working from home. I'm coming up to, I think it's 19 months I've been working from home, and it's looking like I might get one day <laughs> at my building. So, look out, look out, yeah. cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, I, I don't know what it's like like that. Again, I work at a, um, like I said, I work at a school as an educator, as a support staff, and we were, uh, we were not expected, but we were asked if we were able to go on site, we would. And mm-hmm. I thought, well, I don't particularly want you know need to be working at home all the time. Uh, again, they condensed the hours for you know how long they needed me there for. So I pretty much like you're saying like 19 months without going back to your job, going into the city where you need to be. I don't know what that's like because mm-hmm. I've asked a few people that I know, and they're just like, oh, it's been really hard getting back to it. And I'm like, I'd imagine, but mm-hmm. not this guy right over here. Nah, I'm in going strong hard dealing with it all well i want to go back like i've been wanting to go back for a long time just to split my day up like you get stir crazy in the four walls like yeah i get to go to the shops and do the things there but it's still it's i want to split my day up see some different faces interact with colleagues that i haven't seen like my boss i've only met her one time i've never actually met her face to face my team i've never met them We've all lived in a digital world for so long. Yep. Um, and I changed jobs during COVID too, so I still haven't met people. And I'm just like, oh, I just want to see and see some other faces. And, you know, we're being asked, because you and I both sit under the same agreement with our jobs. Mm-hmm. It's looking like I might be able to go back, but it's more that if you don't need to, then you don't have to. Mm-hmm. Where I'm like, well, I kind of want to sometimes just to split my day up, even if I go in till lunchtime and come back pick up the kids from school but yeah just have to keep waiting it out but mm. well it's just the way the universe is is right now hey you know just how you're looking at things and how things are going to get going i mean right down here in australia right now guys uh, sorry particularly even melbourne that we, where we are uh things have gone to just gone back to norm 
mm. you know the yes there there are certain not restrictions as high as it used to be that was spoken about on this show um it's still more of the you know if you want to save australia do the right thing and get double jabbed um which i see is, is a good thing but then you've got those people like well, i'm not getting bloody jabbed mate what do i need to go then and then basically it says like well if you're not getting jabbed you can't come in mate no 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 what do you mean i don't i need to be jabbed oh there's chemicals in there there could be nanobites mate get take the tinfoil off your hat yeah off your head stop listening to tom and whatever he's listening to <laughs> steven whatever i don't give a shit <laughs> And do the right damn thing. And that's the funny thing. Like, <clears throat> there's a lot of people claiming conspiracy theories that are around. Oh, yes, they're going to track you, dude. If you have a mobile phone, they're already tracking you. They're tracking you. <laughs> They've been tracking you for years on your phone. So I don't think uh-huh. an injection's going to do it. They're already doing it themselves. They're predictive text. They know what's coming up. They know what your mind's thinking when you're trying to search for something. Mm-hmm. They've already got that in set. But just a know. quick note around the easing, like we actually went out today as a family for the first time, all five of us, let's go out to Knox City. I was going to change the movie tickets over for a movie I'm seeing in November, but let's go get some Cheerios. Mm-hmm. So to go in, we had to scan, and then mm-hmm. we actually literally had to show the certificate to the person, mm-hmm. and then we could sit down. But then when I went to the counter to go and actually order some Cheerios and drink, they said, can we see your certificate? And I said, I actually already did it on the way in. Yeah, but I need to sign it again. You need to Another see guy. it. And then they said, who are you with? And I said, well, my son, my two year, two kids, younger ones and my wife. Can I also see those, please? So I had to get Mel to come up, have to get Matt to come up. And we all yep. three of us had to show them. And they're like, yep, all ticked. Yep, sit back down. I'm like, this is the world we're in now that, you know, you got to do it. Basically, it's very true. Mm. I was in the city. I went into the city uh, about this time last week and uh, caught up with some uh, friends and family for, um, well, when I say family, I don't mean immediately you. I mean, like, other families with my partners. And uh, we went out for dinners and drinks, and it's something I haven't done in ages. Mm. It was, it's been a very long time. And to travel into the city and to actually, yeah, they basically said as soon as you came in, you know, you do the right thing, you scan it on your phone, you show them, yep, yep, I've been double-jabbed, come right in. Um, and then it came to drinking. Again, I haven't had a drink in nearly... Oh, quite a while and mm. it's probably understandable why uh, you know you just listen to a few of our shows you can understand why um, <clears throat> drinking and I do not get along I was just going to say <sighs> I was just about to crack open a can of the drink I think you were drinking the night of uh, the Slammiversary show guys so cheers to the Slammiversary eh? yeah cheers to Slammiversary well um... <clears throat> pardon me and uh, apologies in advance here if I might sound a bit nasally myself too I'm just coming out of a cold so um Maybe you could work your magic and try to make me sound better on the show. Oh, I could try. I'll try. No, you won't. No. <laughs> You're on your own, bro. Just do the noise removal, do some levels. Yeah. Intro, Just do outro, what you do. Done. Where yeah. you actually put the actual microphone into your mouth and then you cough. You know, you just have to listen to any previous show and you just do that. <clears throat> <laughs> I discovered an old show. I was playing one back earlier today when I was at the back. I think it was episode 99, and it's a raw show, and you can definitely tell from the beginning of the show I'm coming out like after a cough or something, yep. and I constantly cough in the show, and my OCD listening back now going, why did I cut all these coughs out? 
like I do that now. Why wouldn't I have cut these coughs out all the way back? Then I'm like, did was I a rush to get it out? And I'm like, no, I had a week to do it. I just decided to keep 17 coughs in. So you know why? Because yeah. you're lazy. That's probably why. Yeah. Just a lazy yeah. piece of shit. Constantly thinking of yourself and not the other people around you, and it's a it's a damn shame. And you should be ashamed of yourself. What's happened to you, Tom? No, this has been like since birth, I would imagine. As long as I'm so, at, what, so as an infant baby, I didn't want to be cared for. Selfish right. asshole as a baby. Thanks. So. You know, when they brought it, when they brought you to mum, you know, go here's your son, and I looked in and went, holy shit, what's on his face? Why is the nose so big? You know, I was like, they looked at me, they went, yep, he's a selfish asshole. That one, he's gonna go far. But I do a podcast for people. I do it for the listeners so they can listen to us. They don't know the real you. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know the real Tom, guys. He's a disgusting piece of shit, and uh, you should never be trusted. Jesus, mate. Yeah. What have I What have I done to you recently? Nothing. Just spilling, just spitting truths here. You know, we're just, <laughs> just welcome to the broadcast. Want to hear truth? Here it is. I don't know Actually, what to say no. now. Don't, what, what can I say now? Do we because do a show or not? Do we do the show or not? Yeah. Well, of course we do the show, but again, because we, we're doing a wrestling show, right? This is what a heel would do to the face. So you've got to persevere over this. Are you the heel of this show or are you the face of this show? Well, I would say I'm the face, but that hurt. I couldn't cut a promo back. I felt like... You could cut a program back. No, no, that hurt. That one's just like, ooh, it's a oh, bit Oh, did it? Hmm. hmm. You know what would be good for that? What? Moving the fuck on. Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just swallow your concrete. Have some pride. Oh, I don't know what to do, Al. I'm scared. Oh, fine. Let's move on then. We'll move on from it then. Bit of awkwardness there, guys, hey? I'm just going to wipe my tear away. Just a tear in the cheek there. <laughs> All right, guys. This is another episode of the Broadcast Podcast, and we are giving you episode 117, I think it is in number. Yep. And it's our 72nd Wrestling Companion. And if you've checked out our Twitter, you would have seen that we actually announced what show we are doing. And we are covering another event from 1992. Uh, last month was a really good show. I really actually dug that show. It was uh, Halloween Havoc 1992. Any feedback from the last month's show, El? I enjoyed it. It was a good show. Uh, going back and uh, revisiting 1992 was a lot of fun. Um Pretty much that whole show right there was a good time. You could tell that you, both you and I were very relaxed, uh, had fun watching it. Some of the matches were just brutal. That um, <laughs> Nikita Koloff and Vader match was icing on the cake, chef's kiss, perfecto of two big men pounding meat at each other and just pretty much deadlifting Nikita Koloff Faded, deadlifting him into a power bomb is like I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna power bomb you now. I, I I'm not ready. I don't give a shit. Splat. Mm. One, two, three, and he's all just mangulated. Good shit. Yeah, that's also pretty hard hitting matches. Well, Barbarian and Ron Simmons was a pretty hard hitting one. Yes, I would say what Rick Rude and uh, what Chono uh, for the oh. uh, what was that for the NWA Championship? I think yeah, for the NWA title. Yes. We decided to actually stick to 1992, guys, but this time we're actually jumping to the World Wrestling Federation. The World um, Wrestling Federation for 20 years in sports entertainment. Fuck you. And you no longer have a job. 
Yeah, that's right. Oh, God. <laughs> What's that? For 20 years, we've been releasing everybody. Even the young <laughs> talent. We have no idea what the fuck to do with them. Get out. Go over to that piss ant company that Vince said he was going to buy. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, guys, we're covering uh, Survivor Series 1992. It is Survivor Series season. Survivor Series, I think, goes down not this weekend, but the following weekend. So I hope you guys enjoy that show. It's Raw versus SmackDown, as they've been doing for a number of years. But this is before we even had Monday Night Raw, before we even have SmackDown. We're actually going back to 1992. And this took place on November 25. Here we are. Here's the bit of the breakdown on the WWE Network. Mm-hmm. Bret Hart defends the WWE Championship against Shawn Michaels, who is actually the current IC champion. Ric Flair, Razor Ramon, face the unlikely pairing of Randy Savage and Mr. Perfect. The Undertaker takes on Kamala in a casket match, plus a traditional Survivor Series match, and much more. But before we actually kick in with this wrestling companion, watch along style. We want to give a shout-out to not one, but two great wrestling podcasts, Check these guys out. Everyone knows a lot of things can change in the span of 10 years. But when it comes to professional wrestling podcasting, one thing is still guaranteed. The Shining Wizards is the only place to get all the latest wrestling news, interviews with the greatest guests, and of course, tons of laughs in discussing the world of wrestling. The show is still available on Monday nights at 7 p.m. East on RantDMRadio.com and Rant Entertainment Media on the TuneIn app. And it's still available on all podcasting platforms. Check us out. Head over to ShiningWizards.com, where it's still wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. Hey, it's Chris from Marking Out, the only online listening experience in the world. Join myself, Dave, and social media influencer Brandon as we release a weekly podcast that covers the world of professional wrestling. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on all major podcasting applications, Follow us on Twitter at MarkNout and watch all of our great videos at youtube.com slash MarkNout11. And as always, we wish you the best of luck in your future endeavors. All right, guys, we are back. Alan, are you ready on your side? I am, ladies and gentlemen. Let's set up ourselves on the WWE Network. Uh, should go over to type in or find the Survivor Series of 1992, which is on November 25th, 1992. So make it big, get ready, press play in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. We've got some sexy about Venus music playing in the background. <laughs> and Vince McMahon in our ears. The Coliseum in Richfield, Idaho. See, that's a packed house, dude. Lots of people there. Mm. None of the empties. Oh, here we go. And they're the voices of tonight here, guys. Bobby the Brain and Vince McMahon. We are your voices tonight. We are your commentators tonight, unfortunately. So in other words, guys, what he's saying is mute the actual pay-per-view and just listen to us. I would do the opposite. <laughs> Actually, just stop listening to us and watch this show. We've got a nightstick on a pole match tonight, peeps. That's right. Yeah, they did no, say but... then, too, what Kamala and Taker is a coffin match, not a casket yes. match. Yeah, That's a casket match. And we got... Like you said, Shawn Michaels versus the Bret Hart. 
by the WWE Championship match. I mean, touch base a few days ago too, realizing this is our second Survivor Series with Shawn Michaels and uh, Bret Hart for the championship. It is. It mm. is. This is before that show, 1997. Yeah, here we go. We got the Macho Man and Mr. Perfect versus Razor and the Nature Boy. Woo! Don't put your hand there, Flair. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. And this is again what stemming from that it originally wasn't Mr. Perfect, it was the Ultimate Warrior. Yeah, but he had some um, Dietricity um, seminar that he had to go to, and the cosmic um, uh, cosmonauts wanted to speak to him personally um, just by doing lots of cocaine. Um, um, so, well, oh, geez, Coke beware doing some sick tricks here. If you and I decide to become wrestlers here, this is us. High energy, eh? Yeah, well, (laughs) high calcium. (laughs) High cholesterol. High cholesterol, high calcium. (laughs) Um, I mean, you, you, at a brief time, you had hair like Owen Hart here. Didn't last for long. No. Oh, jeez. Look at the... uh, Do it together. Here we go. Let's do it. Yeah, look at Hellfinkel. Rikishi the there. Young Rikishi. Oh, what do you got there? What, the turkey bone? What, for Thanksgiving? Yes, because this yeah. is uh, during the Thanksgiving time in over in the States for our people in the from the United States of America. Well, they used to say it was the Thanksgiving tradition. Yes, it was. Yeah. Because I remember listening Ooh. to some old Bruce Pritchard where they used to talk about how, you know, it was always difficult to put the pay-per-view on thinking, well, when do we do it? Because most people on Thanksgiving Day night are actually travelling back home where they tried to do it more either the night before or the night of. That way people stay on where they are and watch the actual event. To be honest with you, if there it was an opportunity down here in Australia where we sort of celebrate, you know, coming together with family and then you didn't have to leave your house and you could eat all day and drink all day and then at 7 o'clock or, seven, or you know, 8 o'clock time and there's wrestling coming on mm. I'm just taking off my pants I don't care who's he- uh, still at the house <laughs> I'm not talking to anybody the wrestling's on go away so because we actually don't have anything like that like our next holiday is Christmas like we don't have anything in November really We like Halloween's there for some Aussies who celebrate it in, in Australia but yeah, we have nothing like a Thanksgiving Day. Well, I think sort of in a way we do, but it's sort of celebrated, which sounds kind of wrong, but I'm just going to throw it down there. It's white privilege. So it's basically they're saying this is the time when the pilgrims came over and met mm. the the Native Americans. Very similar to down here when the white man came down here and met the Aborigines. Mm. And we're selling... Celebrate Australia Day. Wear a strange flag around your neck and be a bloody hero, mate. It's just a day, mate. Just go with it. Why do you have to be so offended by it, hey? Yeah, I've got the day off. Yeah, I'm going to sing some piss and some beer. And well, but that's again. That's sadly. That's kind of the Aussie mindset. Sadly, not for all Aussies, guys, for our Aussie listeners. Thank you for checking us out. But 
all due respect, Aussie's listening, you know someone like that, all right? You all know someone like that. You all do. And we, I think we all do, and sadly. And, uh, geez, what a hard slam that was. And I was just thinking here, like, watching this match, we actually had these guys. Do you remember the last show that had the head shriekers on it? Uh, was it a Tuesday night in Texas or something? No, it was last year when we did Capital Combat. Yes, it was. Yeah, it was 1990 where they were the uh, the Samoan SWAT team in the War Games match. That's right. That's yeah. right. Man, we've done so many different shows, dude. I don't even remember what we did most times. It's like crazy, especially when we've when we've done some of those half shows, like when we did two back to back. I forget half the time we've done them. Like yes. especially when we've done them in the vault, and I go, "What's this in my file here? What's this hour and a half show? Oh, that's a show we did. Okay, maybe what's the date? <laughs> Put it together, and yeah, yeah. When luckily, what the, some of the best stuff you did is in our descriptions is by giving us a lowdown of what matches actually happened during this pay per view. So I was like, ah, yep. I remember that. Not really. I was probably making fun of Tom at that time, but um, just doing the heel shit. Just noticed that, like, uh, what Coco Beware is not a big guy. Like, he's not tall. No, he's not. He's, like I was going to say, he's quite a. It's probably, what, about 5'6, five, 5'7? Five, in my mind, I just thought he was a tall guy. No, it's the bird. The bird put on the, um, the, the height for him, <laughs> lifted him up a little bit. What? The bird gave him height because he lifted him up. Yeah, like the bird lifted, flew up a bit, so it made him look taller than everybody. God, I wish I could punch you right now for doing that gesture right there. I'm a bird. <laughs> Check it out on Twitter, guys. I'll put it up. Yeah, Frankie. Frankie the bird. Yeah. Uh, my Frankie is my bird. He'll make a move fly. He's got no Frankie here either. He's got Owen with him. Well, I was just reading about when he was doing it because it says he he was the Birdman from 1986 to 1992. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you had the McCaw Bird, Frankie. Frankie! And then he became high energy in 1992 to 1993, feuding with the likes of the Nasty Boys, Money Inc. and the Hedgerickers. So pretty much all the majority of tag teams that were going through here at this time. In the World Wrestling Federation. They only had... years. <laughs> you love that one, don't you? Oh, dude. It, it's changed days. It's, it's like 40 years, 50 years. They've been going for such a long time mm. now. It says here, High Energy only made one pay-per-view appearance as a team at the Survivor Series. This one here. <laughs> well, we're very fortunate to have him here tonight. Very fortunate. The team ended in March 1993 after Owen Hart injured his knee. High Energy's final match came in a loss to the Head Shriekers at a live event on March 10th, 1993. He's loving that turkey. He's just munging on it. Oh. Okay, so then he yeah, left in the, what, mid-90s to join the United States Wrestling Association because he never was WCW, was he? Not that I recall. Hmm. Not that I remember. Nah, doesn't say here. Imagine, I just keep thinking, like, one thing I've never... I've always wanted to know, what would have happened? Like, what would have Owen have been like in WCW? Probably, um... Oh, it'd be a hard one. I mean, they would use him as a cruiserweight, but he's built... Mm. like a, He's sort of built like a heavyweight, but he can do manoeuvres like a cruiserweight. 
Do you know what I, who I instantly think he could have done? Like a similar thing? Yeah. What, La- what Lance Storm did, winning all the belts. Yes. Like have be Owen the... become like the Cruiserweight champion, the United States champion. Like Belt leading master. almost his own version of Team Canada led by Owen. Like we don't, you know, Brett had the Heart Foundation. What if we had Owen lead his own version of that group in WCW? Could be good. Could be interesting. Mm. But would you say, you know, before he passed in April of 99, like, was he kind of settling down his career then? You know, because Storm became, what, Team Canada in the 2000s in WCW. Mm-hmm. You know, what could have Owen moved across? Was he still going strong at that time, or was he looking at settling? Oh. But again, to think, he was only his mid-30s too, so... Yeah, could have been interesting, you know, we can't really... Oh, nice. Oh, geez, slammed him down hard. Yeah, and talking about the Samoan dynasty, really, you think of the Usos' younger brother, who's recently yes. debuted in WWE. Yes. On uh, NXT 2.0. I don't watch oh. it, but I did see it on Twitter. One, two, three. Bang. Okay. Look, Coco was going for a pin there, too, on Owen. Like, quick count him out. Wait a minute, how was that seven minutes? That says seven minutes 40 on my notes. Right? <laughs> okay. Okay. Done. All right. To the TPK vault you go. Perfect. And I think the last time we saw uh, Alpha of mm. the Wild Samoans was probably when Roman Reigns last year was asking to be acknowledged, and he had that match against uh, one of the Uso brothers, mm. and you know he came out together and they put the wreath on him and pretty much yeah, that was cool. What is Bobby Brain talk? What is he doing here <laughs> with his little sketch pad? This is what. At this time, NRL commentators would be doing. I would be so tempted to draw a penis while doing that yeah, live on pay per view. Just two balls and just yeah, shaft. And, and the shaft. Oh, wait a minute, what are you drawing there, Bobby? Oh, I'm just showing you. What you gonna, um, yeah. Yeah, I just had um, no idea that uh, that Coco was that small. I thought he was like a bigger fella, like at least maybe into his six foot something. Shorty be a memory. Yes, that's right. Hmm. Just avoiding that, moving on, good. What did you say? I didn't hear what you not, said then. No, you weren't even listening, so don't worry about it. So what does that mean? Shorty be a memory. He's a shorty. Oh. I you were saying Sean Mooley. That's no, Sean Mooney. Um, so yeah. Shorty be a memory, yeah, because he's a short person. Hmm. We'll just cut all this out. Don't even listen. Just going to cut all this shit out. You don't even listen because you're selfish. I, I still don't get the reference, help. That you're selfish. No. Always, what would you, what surely be a memory? It's a mm. song. Ah, I don't listen to music. I, I listen to podcasts, especially my, my own. <laughs> <laughs> any any comments, El? He's scary, man. Mm. So he he's been claimed that he's a innocent man. He was sent to prison um, for a crime he didn't commit. And now he's decided to become a wrestler and doesn't want to drop the uniform that he had when he was a prisoner. And he's decided to take on the boss man because at one time he was at the same prison that the boss man worked at and the guards beat on the prisoners. And boss man was one of those men that beat on him. Is, is Nails the face then? No. No, no way whatsoever. Because he could 
could reform and try to move on with life, but it decided that revenge, it needs to be done. And then Savarius series, boss man, I'm going to get that nightstick. And I'm going to use it on you. Because he's kind of dressed like an escapee. Like he's got out of prison recently. He's got the gear still on. Hasn't had a shower or anything yet, but uh, yeah. Hair looks great. Hair looks fantastic. <laughs> You know, we had a, uh, a pre-show match um, of this Survivor Series this night too. This Crush defeated the Repo Man. Oh, look out, guys! Five-star classic card. right there. Should have been put on the card, but you know, lazy. Weird camera view. Just stuck solid there, and <laughs> nothing happening. That young gentleman there wearing a Wayne's World hat. Oh man! Because this year. Wayne's World 2 came out in 1993. Hmm. Oh, there he is. Come to Georgia. He's got a that, ball and chain. His top buttons aren't done up there. I know, I know. He has to show, show that taco meat off. Has to show <laughs> that that hair, what he's got going on. Yeah, it's a pretty weird transition, this, because he's literally coming to the ring, and then they cut back to the boss band promo but Nails was already walking to the ring while this promo is happening. Like, they don't give him a song. He just starts walking out. Doesn't need See? a song. There you, you go. He's just an escape prisoner. Well, not well. But it's interesting. He should go back to prison, but he decides not to, and he's moving on. But he's going to be taking on the boss man tonight, you know, and they... But hard time. Oh, jeez, he just ran out to the ring. It's a pretty quick one. I think it's uh, five minutes and 55 seconds on my notes, guys. Oh, Nails is going straight to it. I was going to say, last month we had a pole match. We had the, uh, what is it, Coal Miner's Glove. Yes. Spin the wheel, make the deal. Mm. Let's watch Sting look at a uh, giant wheel and trying to get it up. <laughs> Man, that was awkward as shit. Well, my favourite memory of that match was Sting doing the 619. Remember around the ring? Oh, post? man, that was... Bang. Uh, awesome. Old school parkour, baby. Mm. And he literally leaps and leaps even higher and then still has to climb that friggin' pole that was like yep. 25 feet high. This is a pretty pretty high pole. Mm. Oh. It's a no-holds-bar, but Mike Yoda, mullet man over here, is basically saying... Hey, you you need to stop now. Don't punch him in the throat. Don't rake him in the eyes. Dude, it's a friggin' no disqualification match for a, a nightstick. It's, just un, have, it's unsanctioned. Go, just sit at the back. Just sit, no, just sit at ringside. Well, if you checked out the Dark Side of the Ring Vince McMahon episode, did you see Nails in that one? Yes, yes. Yeah. With the whole steroids in the sport, guys. Story Great watch is, if you haven't seen it. Yes. <laughs> I think Big Bubba here is looking like what uh, at this time where he was with Cornette against the Midnight Express in the Jim Crockett promotion, mm. and he uh, he was meant to catch Jim off the Skywalkers during the uh, Starcade match, and yeah, pretty much you could see Cornette's knees go into his body when uh, Bubba was meant to catch him. 
We should do that show one day. Yes, big time mm. we should. You know, let's go more old school. We've had Bossman quite a bit. We had Bossman on the debut Nitro where he took on Hulk Hogan for the World Championship when he was Big yes. Bubba. Yes. We've had a few different boss men, the time when he was with the corporation with Vince McMahon, and we've even had him with Bull Buchanan, I think, and Prince Albert at different times. Yes, that is correct. Hmm. When did he pass away? I think it was 03, I think it was, like within the next decade after this time period. Very true. Just looking at my notes, Nails' other ring names include the name Kevin Kelly. Oh shit, the most terrifying person of them all. <laughs> Kevin Kelly. Yeah, Mr. Magnificent, wasn't it? Yeah. What do you reckon his next feud was here? After uh, this? <laughs> Think of anyone on the roster. Repo Man. Virgil. And <laughs> they wrestled at SummerSlam. <laughs> for, for what? Virgil's stripy pants. So he was actually done and dusted and left in, what, 1993? Right. That is a very, very tall pole. After getting fired by the WWE, he appeared in WCW at Slamboree 1993 as The Prisoner, looking identical to his Nails persona losing to Sting. <laughs> That's a poor man's right there. Oh, yeah. That's like that one of the old WCW shows we watched and they had um, Rotunda as the um, VK Wall Street yeah isn't that a uh, poor man's uh, IRS Al we don't say that you don't say that what do you mean no 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 no. he literally had the briefcase and stuff too like yes he was (laughs) legit And talking about what Rotunda, what Wyndham Rotunda, eh? Former Bray Wyatt, there's talks of where he's going, guys, and I'm just wish him all the best, dude. Wherever you go, you're gonna do well. So, hmm. listen to Art Anderson's previous show just uh, this morning, and uh, he was talking about Wyndham, hmm. and he just says, you know, he's got, you know, what do you see him in the future, Art? And he's basically, he's just, he's got a family he's looking after. He's, he's wrestling I don't know what he's going to do maybe it's something he, he might be doing but he's a hell of an actor mm. so he, he goes if he could put him in movies mm. yeah yeah oh here we go he got the stick oh right the throat Jesus yeah okay he even spat yeah. it did you see boss man spit it he just did the he old did. boss man spit yeah. it that's cool Oh, now she's going to use it. Oh, God. Oh, Kyoto's so animated. He is looking after the boss man, which is great to see. Mm. The cover of the hand as it hits the throat, the hand covering as he hits him on the on the back. Well, it's like Hunter with a sledgehammer. He would always have his hand on the metal side of the sledgehammer. Yeah, you legit don't want to hit someone with a real sledgehammer in the face. Because I would imagine, oh, boss make man it look slam. real. Make it look real. No, I want to see the indentation on the man's face when he got hit with the uh, the sledgehammer. <laughs> oh got shit! It. Picked it up, eh? 
Hard time. You're serving hard time. For over 40 years in the WWE, we're going <laughs> to serve hard time. No selling anything. He's just leaving. <laughs> Walk backwards. Damn it, I'm out of here. I don't want to play anyway. I'll go back to my cell. Go on, get back there. Back in your cell. Ah, the boss man. He made another man eat another man's dog. He was um, killed in the ring and hung Mm. by the Undertaker in a um, Hell in the Cell match. Oh, look at these, the bad guys, huh? I love how it's matching attire. Oh, you know that's a good tag team when they're wearing the same shit, the same colours. <laughs> one of my favourites, dude, like Scott Hall, Razor Ramon, mm-hmm. one of my favourite wrestlers. Like, once I started watching wrestling, he was, I'm like, yep, that guy's one of my favourites. The Outsiders, AJ, still love that move and mm-hmm. throw the toothpick at the camera. And, like, to me, like, you know, I wish he won the world belt, but it makes me yeah. think, like, he's like one of the ultimate mid-card wrestlers. Like, he would put people over, but then he would go over. But a really good talent. I yeah. really wish he. Uh, I really when he used to do the flick of the of the toothpick. I wish that he was doing it to me right in the eyeball. <laughs> Stink on the nose. <laughs> uh, 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 thank you, oh. Mr. Ramon. God, I would laugh at you. God, I would. Be... Oh. Oh. Look at Hillbilly Jim. And and he's got hacksaw Jim Duggan next to him mm. there. You love it that you're wearing wrist tape and uh, hand tape with a bow tie, <laughs> Macho Man. Oh, you, you don't mess with Macho Man's um, f- fashion sense. He'll, poor boy. I mean, look at Hillbilly Jim here. He's sitting mm. there with overalls on. I imagine he's not wearing underpants at that time either. Just comes straight can, from the farm and off you just go. Yeah, he's just um, slopping some pigs. I love this. So good. Mm. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to slap you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. This is the type of guy I would be if I was um, a, the type of manager. Yeah. I get all mouthy, and then if we push camp to shove, I go, no, I've shut my pants. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm... Well, you really look at this relationship, like what, Royal Rumble 1992, Flair wins the championship, Perfect was there for that, Bobby was there for that, and here we are, November of the same year, and it's all breaking down. That's right. I didn't mean to hit you. (laughs) He gave him a good firm slap too, that was fantastic. Hmm. I'll buy you a car, I'll buy you a boat. Oh, here we go. (laughs) No, no, no. Just tips a pitcher of water on his head. Vince man is laughing. I love it. <laughs> oh, God damn. Someone doing a slow motion. Mr. Perfect and the Macho Man Randy Savage. Hmm. Well, wasn't he also called Macho King at different times? They were calling him the Macho King and then he was Macho Man and yeah. Yep, big time. Flair, you, you 
you're uh, you're talking quiet. I know this is a cerebralness. Sometimes <laughs> he does, but like, turn it up, man, turn it up. Yeah, he doesn't talk to the microphone. Like, you bring the mic to me. I'm not talking to it. You, you bring it to me. <clears throat> that main. Well, this was kind of looking at the end, though. What within the next what four months he was WCW bound again. Yes, he was. And he wouldn't come back to WWE till when was it? 2001 Survivor Series after um after the yeah, Survivor Lions. Series yeah, which was a shock. I remember we were watching that live mm. and uh, messaging friends and going, "What the fuck is Flair doing on Raw?" Mm. And the custodian is me, and we're partners. And that's the thing. Like I used to read wrestling sites every single day, and there was nothing about that. No rumor, nothing about Flair signing. Like they were in Carolina that night, that Raw, but I still had no memory. Oh yeah, Flair's going to no, be. I wouldn't even think about it. No, because that night was such a big thing happened the mm. night before. The WWE vanquished the ECW and WCW villains. You know, yeah. the heroes prevailed over the Gabay. And now this, they were saying this is going to be a new change in the WWE. And it was great too because from the beginning of that night, Vince McMahon and Kurt Angle were faces. By the end of the night, they were booed, they were hated. And the Stone Cold Steve Austin was the bad guy end of that night as the good guy mm. it was a crazy it was a crazy side thinking back to that actual show ridiculous and that's why I say to you that 2001 is the year I remember the most because so much Same. happened like you know Austin wins the Royal Rumble Rock Austin Wrestlemania you know what is it the two man power trip you know Triple H and Austin win everything against Brothers of Destruction Chris Jericho and Benoit rise up. The Alliance starts. Like, there's so many things. Jericho wins his first world title. And then the Undisputed Belt. Like, everything in that year I can remember. I'd love to do some of those events. Like, we've done a lot of smaller shows, but that year, one of my absolute favourites. So. It's one, one down, hands down. Good mm. year. Rick. And then we have uh, Rick Martel, the model. Hmm. With the Tunker's feathers there. Yes, and he's having a smell of them. He's got his uh, hat. He's got his sailor boy hat. Mm-hmm. All aboard. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Have you got a yacht that I can jump on? or? Yeah, you could, I'll just push you right in the water and walk on and keep driving. <laughs> Tatanka. Oh, man, I want a star... I want a... That kid there had a tomahawk. Oh, one the foam those. ones. I want yeah. a foam tom- tomahawk. Yeah, good save there, Vince. The Indian, I mean, uh, the Native American. <laughs> Remember when Tatanka was in the WWE and he teamed up with Matt Hardy for a brief time? Yeah, that was like, what, 04 or something like that? The new SmackDown? Yeah. 2005, 2006. Mm. I remember what is it? One of the something wrestle with you know, Conrad <laughs> Red goes. But why did you bring him? Because Tatanka Bruce, and he goes, yeah, why not? You know, he raised out to us. He's doing well. Why couldn't we do it? He goes, it's just so random. He goes, yeah, but he wanted to work, and Vince wanted to do something with him. We didn't know it was going to be a long thing, so let's just do something short and get him in. And yeah, yeah, I don't really know 
like <clears throat> I think he was there to like get the young guys over and he won a couple of matches as well too but he never went for a title no he never really got that highness and then I think uh, he was done in 2006 because he was going over to like velocity and heat and well not heat I don't think heat was gone by here but as you know that sort of half an hour show you know hour show the WWE do to get the advanced guys up or the guys who haven't got any TV time hmm well let's see how long the contract was I'm going to say a year let's just have a look so yeah. he came back in so 2006 so you were right there to 2007 yes um, he had his first match he lost to the Miz in the Miz's debut right oh, yeah no no hey I mean like I said I hate, I hate the Miz's character but hey if you're going to get get a pin over to Tunker in one of your first matches a WWE legend that he is mm-hmm. They, they see well, something in you. It kind of makes sense. Like, reading through here, this kind of makes sense what you were just saying about him putting other people over because it says, Tatanka engaged in a mini-feud with Sevlan Granier, trading victories with him before he was moved to an angle where he entered into a losing streak to what he perceived to be bad decision-making by referees during the matches, especially focusing on Charles Robinson. Yes, it turned into a racial thing. Mm. They tried to turn it into... You know, why is Charles Robinson, you know, this white hair and this like, blonde hair, white skinned man, why is he doing trying to put down the. This escalated until the 27th of October SmackDown where Tatanka, alongside his partner Bobby Lashley, lost a match to William Regal and Dave Taylor, where mm-hmm. Regal pinned Tatanka by illegally using the ropes. During the pin, Dave Taylor got his hands in the last second. After the match, Tatanka argued the decision again until he turned heel by attacking the referee yep. and then Lashley when he tried to come him down. I have no memory of this. It, it was something not very... Because they didn't really use much after it. I think mm. Lashley had a match with him maybe the week after. It was a squash match and that was it. They moved on. Yeah. Well, it says here towards the end... Uh, the next week, he appeared on SmackDown with new style of war paint, covering the top of his face in black and the bottom part in white, and mm-hmm. cut a promo on Lashley saying he owed neither him nor the crowd an explanation for his actions. He compared his losing streak to the years of prosecution that his people had suffered over the years mm-hmm. and said he called upon his forefathers to unleash a new warrior in him and also said if Lashley went to war with him or war with the whole nation of warriors. He asked for and was released by the WWE in January of 2007, but not before losing his uh, losing streak by defeating Jimmy Wang Yang in his first victory in many months. He had to beat the Asian cowboy at the end of the day. <laughs> Something's going on. People looking in the crowd. Someone fighting. Somebody. They should be focusing on this match here. But no, clearly people are... Oh, don't trust the clown. There's a... Yeah, oh, yeah. I've seen two signs. It must be Dwight. Yeah, oh, God. Oh, God, it is. Mm-hmm. Hey, guys. It's the Brooklyn Brawler. And I was actually reading, too, <clears throat> in prep for this episode about Rick Martell... Yes. I didn't know much about his partnership with Tom Zink when I was Strike Force. Yes. Yeah, I didn't right. know that. Yeah. Yep. 
because we had Tom Zink in our last episode in that opening six man tag. That is correct. The uh, yeah. the men, the old men that go out there and look at their lawn for a good hour. It's the young guys that go out and party hard. What's he making? Oh, it's a doggy. Woof. No, uh, correcting myself, guys. It was Tito Santana and Martel. They were strike force. Nice. It was the Caman connection. I think was Zinc when he was there. Yeah. Very cool. Holy shit, over the top rope. I could see you rocking that Mohawk style. I could, uh, not now. Maybe, uh, maybe probably 10, 15 years ago. Could do it. For those of us syncing up, what time are you at? I'm at 3, so 34.45. We've got Doink the Clown dancing in the aisle. Um, why is he here? Uh, we'll probably find out soon. Because um, when was heel doink? Was that ninety three or something like that? Ninety four. I think it was coming. I remember uh, watching like old Raws, and he was coming out doing that. Mm. And, you know, he was the evil clown. Well, Raw actually debuted January of ninety three, so two months after this. Okay. Yeah, so I think heel doink may have been somewhere in that <clears throat> later part of ninety three. But the he had the evil clown music, and he like would make balloons and then pop them in front of kids, and yeah, there's nothing more funnier than that. Oh, he's doing something here. Yeah, we should be focusing on the wrestling match here, Vince. And you've got a clown coming out, but mind you, you know the model's choking out. Uh, he's got a serious he... wedge there, doesn't he? To he's got, yeah, you want to go over there and pick it out? I was going to. With your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, there's a, there's, there's a man in the ring. There's a there's man some, in the ring. No, there's some woman. No, it's just a guy with long hair. That's it's all right. Just a man. Is that a woman? There's a fan. No, I really went to fan. I didn't really need to say if it was a man or a woman. You went there. <laughs> hey, okay. You do you. Yeah, there's a there's a fan in the ring. They get oh okay, he's getting a bit close to the Tucker's backside. Oh, he's got his mouth on him. Where's the security? My God, get security! Oh, he's just adjusting. Security, just grab your bum rush into the back, beat the shit out. <laughs> That's r- rugby style tackle, just dunk. Get away from down. the wrestler's ass. <laughs> I was helping him. I was I'm helping him. <laughs> Teeth hanging out. I was just helping him. Ah. Just trying to help. I'm trying to think this referee's name because we haven't really covered a lot of '92 WWE, but I remember this guy, but can't place his name because I know Kyoto and stuff like that, but not this fella. Let's have a look, see, hey, Mike Kyoto. There we have Danny Davis. We have oh, yeah. Bill Hebner. And Joey, uh, Joey Morella. So I would imagine this gentleman right here is Danny Davis. Yeah. So is can you click know... on him? Can you click on him or is he... Yeah, click on Danny Davis. Sure. That's our seventh transition there to Doink, guys. Yes. Uh, dangerous Danny Davis. He used to work in the World Wrestling Federation for a year. And he was also known as Mr. X as a masked wrestler. 
then working as a referee. Hmm. And still going, still alive today at, at the age of 65. Wow. So he was a referee <coughs> from uh, uh, 1981 to 1987. Then Danny Day, he was dangerous Danny Davis in 1987 to 1989. Mm. And then he was in the Royal Wrestling Federation from 1989 to 1985. Okay, that's probably where I've seen him then, like the old in your house and stuff like that. Yes. Mm. And of course, we saw in the first match we had uh, Jerry Morella as well, too. The. Um, the sun to Gorilla Monsoon. Ah, yeah. Who sadly passed away in the, uh, I think it was a car accident he went through. Oh, Gorilla's son passed. Yeah, yeah I remember yeah. reading about that. Mm. 31. Wow. Yep. And I think Rick Martel, we had him in one of our really early WCW ones was when he took on Booker T. Yes, he did. Yeah, for the yep. uh, WCW World TV title when he broke his leg, didn't he, or something against Booker. That's right. And they called the Audible and had Satin come out and take on Booker instead. Yeah, unfortunately, he died in a car accident of 1994 at age 31. But he fell asleep at the wheel. Oh, this is Gorilla's son, you're saying? I see what you're saying. Yes, Ricky. Joey. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no, no. I remember Joey. that. What year did you say that was? Jerry Merrill is passing. Yeah. 1994. Wow. Yep. Very sad. He's hulking up here. Da 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 like I said, I remember he and Matt Hardy doing something together back in 2006. Mm. So I think he, he rocked up to one of the Rumbles and he, he was in there for quite a while. Oh, That's it. That's Samoan it. Drop. Yeah. Hey. Crowd's loving it. He's got the hat. Give him a hat back. Yep. Give me those feathers back. Yep. Get those. That that kid there had the uh, the sheep herders on a on a little cap there, mm. or as known as the um, <clears throat> pardon me. He's just popping he was, them. He was also wearing the old world championship belt too, the old foam championship title belts. Yeah, he popped the, the balloons on him. Yeah, look. <laughs> just flips them off. Yeah, take that. Yeah. <laughs> For some reason, takes his dick out, starts pissing. But it's a soda bowl, so it's not a real dick. So, yeah. Oh, shit. Flips him off. Fuck you. Yeah, take that. Yeah. Hear the, hear the kids going, fuck you, clown. It's <laughs> <laughs> a real, like, spaceman attire for perfect. Like, it looks like a galaxy with, like, dots. Yeah, and... he, is. <laughs> he is. This is a team that you thought you would never see. No, like, very different, but very good wrestlers. Like, you never thought they would be teammates. Opponents, yes, but not again, actually teaming up. You had to just roll with it at that time because, you mm. know, industricity is calling. Um, as the... Because uh, the warrior was busy that day. 
Well, when we, when we actually get to the main event, <clears throat> I might talk about a little bit about Warrior, where he yep. was, yep. what actually yep. happened, and. It's called Puss. So that's actually coming up next, this matchup. Yeah. It's match number five on the total card of nine matches, yeah. I thought this was the co-main. No, no, no. Because they still have the uh, Survivor Series teams of five to survive. Mm. And the funny thing, there's actually only one Survivor Series elimination match tonight. Yeah, it was That's the true. first time in many years where they actually, not like the whole night was built around it. And we covered, guys, the 1991 where like every match was elimination and then you had, what, the ultimate survival main event and what, Warrior and Hogan and Tito Santana get the win and that was uh, was it Tino Santana? Was it Texas Tornado? He was no, no he was in the he was earlier in the... match. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's go jerk off in the in the showers, brother. I am a <laughs> real American. Yeah, the old fashioned. I'll open up the ropes for you. Come on, come on through. Let me look at that hole. <laughs> I don't remember saying that. That didn't happen. I will say, guys, it's a great show. Go, it's go, a great go, show. go check it out. Yeah, go check it out, guys. It's a good one. We had a laugh. We had good giggles. He's a superior athlete here right now. Mr. Perfect and the Macho Man teaming up right now against Ric Flair and Machismo Man. I talking about Randy Savage. We recently, my son got a Macho Man figurine my youngest son and he's like dad so tell me who's macho man like what did he do and the actual figurine is this time period like it's not the nwo one it's the proper one with the glasses that are stuck to his head and and i said well, he's a really good wrestler i said he was like a guy that would go up the top rope do a diving elbow drop and it's show me how you do the elbow drop so now with his toys he recreates it and what he was doing the other day he goes look dad it's shinsuke nakamura versus macho man like what a clash of styles I would have had even like today's type of matches. My son's he's just gone into the wrestling figures as well too, and luckily um, our brother Nathan, shout out to you, bro, um, allowed my son to actually borrow some of his mm. figurines that he's had, and my brother collects them. Our brother, sorry, collects them, and we came over for one time, and he's like, "Oh, can I borrow some of these?" And Nathan, you know just very general said yeah it's fine it's perfectly mm. fine you can look after them but of all figurines that my son chose yes Shinsuke Nakamura is one of his faves but the other one that he really gravitated to is Otis oh nice and this is the Otis when he was part of Heavy Machinery mm. so he's got the big beard and he's got the big belly on him and I'm looking at it going and I'm like there was at least 50 other figurines that were there he could have mm. gone for any of them like there was an Austin there was a Triple H um, there was even a Razor Ramon one there as well too um, there's a Booker T Kofi Kingston a Big E and for him to just sort of gravitate to Otis and I'm like why did you choose him oh man he is super strong he's really powerful and I'm like yeah yep yeah, okay cool but it's just interesting how kids' minds work if to say mm-hmm. uh, Otis of all people this you know this because he doesn't look like he does now because he's part of America's team and um, yeah it just took me for a six every time my son I see him there playing with his figurines 
Yeah, because it's kind of like <clears throat> he could have got you know Roman Reigns or a mm. John Cena or mm. Randy Orton. Mm-hmm. Our brother has like hundreds guys over like mm-hmm. the last what fifteen twenty years of collecting them. So he's even got some of our ones that we had at, at a young age as well too. Mm. <laughs> I love Bobby. He's take a high. He's not coming. Oh damn it! What he does? Damn it! His hair. God damn it! His hair. <laughs> I just love this matchup, just for the commentary of, uh, what is it, Heenan, any offense that Macho Man and Perfect get, he hates on it, and every time Perfect wrestles, you see, he's an ingrate. Any offense that Flair gets on him, see, you take that, you made the wrong decision, Perfect, didn't you? Well, again, Mr. Perfect here at this time was, you know, months before this, was Bobby Brain, Bobby the Brain Heenan's protege. He mm. was under the learning tree of the brain and flair. And all of a sudden he's like, no, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm coming back to the ring. I'm teaming up with the Macho King. Well, it's like he's a threat for the world title for Ric Flair. Yes. You know, this yes. up-and-coming guy, kind of like what Wyndham and or Sting, I would say, with the four horsemen in the NWA. That's like, well, they took Sting out. You're getting a little bit too cocky, mate, a little bit too close to the belt. We're taking you down a peg. This is what you need. I just love how they just showed um, Razor had the toothpick in the mouth and a toothpick on the ear. Um, Mr. Um, Razor Ramon, you mind flicking that into my eye, please? Thank you. <laughs> Smack. And then, thank you. I uh, thank you, sir. Can I have another flick? Look at my man with the hat off, just all flat hair. Look at it. Yeah. It's almost very chimpanzee-like. It is too, isn't it? It's very, yeah. <laughs> and I think this is no like no, no like most of his WCW. No, well, yeah. most of his WCW was a bandana, Ooh. like Hogan did. They just started yeah. wearing bandanas more and glasses. Yeah. Yeah, but <laughs> oh yeah, I'm the chimpanzee man. Check out my hair, flat top. Like, he must be wearing that hat for a long time for the hair just to <laughs> just flat down. And who's going to argue with him? Who's going to go, uh, excuse me, Mr. Savage, uh, could you, you know, Mr. Parfo, could you take the hat off? I remember hearing a funny interview on um, what Bruce was saying when they had uh, Burt Reynolds be a part of WrestleMania. And he says, oh, yeah. Burt comes up to Bruce and says, oh, I met that guy, Randy Savage. He said, he better stop doing that voice. He'll have a terrible voice as he gets older. It's a big act. And the preacher goes, that's him. That's, that's how he voice. talks. Really? He goes, yeah, that's yeah. how his voice is all the time. Like, this isn't a gimmick. That's how he actually talks. Because he walked up and shook his hand, and he said, yeah, that's going to really damage your throat. Mr. Yeah. Reynolds, nice to meet you there. Just noticed our favorite referee talking to his sleeve there. Natasha. Uh, Abner. Mr. At this time, because Perfect was doing a little bit of commentary work, wasn't he? I believe so, yeah. I think I can't remember if he was on the WrestleMania card if he actually did, because again, this is at this time where there were like the was it the Big Five? The um, yeah, so it would have been Mania, Rumble, yeah. SummerSlam, Survivor Series, so Big Four. The Big Four, sorry, yeah, yeah. That's a big woo. Every time we see <laughs> this day and age now. 
is always silence in the crowd. This is just my new days here. Hmm. Yeah, there really is just a small amount. Yeah. Oi. I love how Flair did that backdrop. Fantastic. Lands on his side, being safe. That drop kick by Fl- Mr. Perfect. Flair, what are we doing? Oh, yeah, in the corner. Okay. And we would see um, when you were saying about Ric Flair returning back in 2001, a few months later, Mr. Perfect was there in 2002. Yeah, true. Yeah, the Rumble. And he rocked up at the Rumble. He got down to the final four, didn't he? I think with um, Triple H and Stone Cold. Yeah, I think he was one of the last because Hunter won that one because Hunter went on to go to Mania against Jericho. I think he was in the final four. And it was in 2002 we had um, Hall return as well too. Yeah, that was in February. Yeah, the NWO. Yeah. So all these guys coming back here, and uh, I don't think much of this <clears> really <throat> sort of welcome back at the WWE at all. Until mm. after his passing. Well, it seemed to be like post the alliance, like the actual real WCW guys came that people knew. Oh. You know, like the Goldbergs, the Kevin Nash, the Hulk Hogan's, the Scott Halls. Like those guys came after the alliance was kind of gone because the alliance was really just what young guys and what Booker T and DDP were the main dudes. Yeah, but when you, when you say it like that, that's mm-hmm. so damn true. It was mm. the young guys that were part of the power, was it the power plant? Yeah. And then DDP, Booker T. Yeah. That was it. And Van Damme was ECW. <laughs> that's, oh, yeah. That's it. There, there was no Stinger. <laughs> no. There was no Flair. There was no Goldberg. No Hall. No Nash. Um, no Steiner. No Sid. None of them. None. I was going to say no Buff Bagwell, but yeah. Oh, yeah, and a shout-out to Mr. Bagwell. I hope he's doing well. He just recently lost his mama. And from uh, one mama's boy to another, I hope he's doing well. I know uh, sometimes I hang a bit of shit on uh, Mr. Bagwell, but uh, I hope he's well at this time. Mm. Have you checked out any of his shows on his podcast? I will not, no. No, I won't. Yeah. Yes, uh, from you did which... a show recently. The show is called Rebuilding Buff, guys. If you haven't checked it out, I'll check it on Apple iTunes. Did you listen to it? I've checked out the first couple of shows. I haven't recently, though. <laughs> no, you could just lie. You could play out lie. No, well, I will say the most recent thing I checked out was, um, what was it, uh, Front Face Like Podcast, which is a podcast that we support and we tag him in a couple of our tweets. They did a one-on-one interview with him on their YouTube channel, guys. You can check it out on Front Face Lock. And I think their promo is actually going to be featured in this show, so you'll get their details there for those fellas. Fantastic. See, Earl, see, Earl's getting a bit confused. He's looking around. He's... <laughs> Vince is looking at me. Yep. <laughs> I'm into viruses. I need to behave. Don't worry. Another five years from now, I'm going to actually you know, cause a rift in time. It's going to cause some major shit to go down. See, listen to Bobby just going off. Just going off at Vince. Oh, 
That really is just a, a simple woo sign, isn't it? Just woo, <laughs> just, just W-O-O. Just two O's. Just two <laughs> O's. No, this long, this woo, there's no H. I only had two mates come with me. I didn't have everyone else, so I just got the two O's and the W. Oh, dude, seriously. We're going back. And there's a fellow up the front there holding an NWA title. A miniature NWA title there. <laughs> the little foam belt. Yes. That classic here. Look at that. Oh, look at that. Makes me think of Arn when Arn was wrestling. Yeah. That's the um, Motor City um, wrecking crew right there, mm-hmm. those gentlemen right there. I'm going to take a flight. I'm going to get on a plane. Mike He's really... But even with all that stuff, like he hasn't even like disserviced anymore. They've, you know, they cut him out of the opening promo of WWE now too, and they cut out the whole woo and showing him at Mania. Yep. Mm. I saw. Um, I, I put a post up on Twitter about maybe a month ago. They uh, said, um, if you say woo three times in the in the mirror, Ric Flair will. They said to Ric Flair will appear. So I actually wrote my own one by saying, if you say woo three times in the in the mirror, uh, Ric Flair will appear and he will make you touch his penis, and then then you you know um, then it will be actually passed on as uh, no, it will actually be buried and said no, nah, it's just because boys are being boys and that's okay because it's perfectly fine. Well, talking about that, Tommy Dreamer recently came back. I noticed on Busted Open. Some of the most recent, yeah, he's just come back after a couple of, what, would you say a month and a bit? A month and a half? Oh, they allowed him back, did they? Yeah, he was on there recently. That's not a foam title that gentleman has to run up there. It's paper. Yes. It's a cut-out proper Mm. tile. Just get some plain white A3 paper, get some markers, draw it up and get some scissors and cut it out. I think it looks like something out of a magazine. Like you can actually click it out mm. of the magazine, and well, this is that time period and all those old vignettes where you would see like John Cena or all the Hardy Boys making up their own papered belts and things like that, and using them in old promos. And did did Flair and Razor have someone come down to the ring with them? No, why? There is a gentleman in a Ric Flair red robe and a wig. And every time they sort of turn around to the to the camera that's going up towards the entrance. Every time that Flair gets on for it, offense, mm. this Flair dude gets up and gets mad. Oh, here we go. Who's coming now? Oh. What's he doing? He's leaving. I just realized, too, the, the actual entrance ramp's on the other side. It's to your right, where mm. usually it's to your left. Because when you, so when you see everyone looking up there, they're actually looking up at the rampway. Where it's like almost the opposite for us. He's leaving him. I'm out. He's bleeding. Oh, they've. What? Oh. Getting juiced in 92. Here we go. You had a change of heart, El. It's fucking stupid. Get up there and help your partner. <laughs> I don't give a shit about this drama crap. Get up there and help your partner. See, if this was you and I, you would be going, where the fuck were you going? I was just going to get oh, a drink. Oh, man, seriously. Oh, if you did that to me in a tag <laughs> match. Oh. So you, where were you just going then? Oh, just, um, just I'd have to go to the concession stand, get the popcorn. 
my my blood sugar is getting quite low, so I need some. Uh, I need a drink. I wanted to get a watered down Coke, please. I love cocky. Cocky flair just stands oh, up. God. And the, I and love cocky. I'm not saying anything. Too late, you already said it. <laughs> I do love a cocky. And I don't talk about the board. Well, just to, I might make a little diversion during this one because it's still got a couple more minutes. Like, looking at Flair sure. and the whole, you know, Razor Ramon gimmick and who he was portraying, GTA recently launched. Did you purchase the uh, definitive edition? No, I had to make a choice between that and the new Call of Duty game, and I went with Vanguard instead of the Grand Theft Auto. Just so. a side note, the amount of times I see that ad on Facebook or on YouTube, Vanguard. that crazy Vanguard ad where it's like the rock music playing over the top, I'm like, Jesus, mate. Looks yes, stunning. Sir. Yeah, it's good. I'm mm. really enjoying it. Um, but no, with the new Grand Theft Auto... Um, sort of re-edition they've done with all the mm-hmm. the classic games no I haven't done it I haven't picked it up and I probably won't no for same well I mean these are the games that you and I played on the original PS2 and PS3 you know so I think sadly to me it's like too little too late like we're waiting. we want GTA 6 guys we don't want <laughs> we can download mods and play them modded on PC and it's sad that some of the mods look better than what the game is that you're charging $69 for. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I've been checking out a couple of YouTubers that I support, and, like, they're doing live streams on the launch day, and I'm like, what the hell? Like, that looks terrible. Like, Tommy Fizzetti and stuff look cool, but, like, some of the other people, like, in San Andreas with Frank, uh, with uh, CJ, I'm like, this doesn't look good at all. I ain't buying that. Yeah, it's basically nostalgia they're trying to bring it back to, and it's like, mm-hmm. hey... And you know they'll they'll make copies, they'll make money out of this. They definitely mm. will. And uh, but me personally, I don't think I will play it. I'm quite happy remembering the memories of playing it on the PS2 and the PS3. Um, I think even for a brief time playing it maybe on the Xbox when I had an Xbox. Um, well, I remember you could it. actually you could buy them on the PlayStation Store individually for the last few years, but it was simply and, just a port, though. It wasn't a remaster. No, no remaster. It was meant to be actually look like the original game. Yeah, it was a um, report. Yeah. Yeah. Where's Flair going? Going up Jeez. top, eh? Well, he's, yeah. he's got he's got a whole hand of something there. It's, it's biting me. <laughs> it's biting me. What's biting him? <laughs> What's biting him? His asshole or his dick? What the hell's wrong with it's you? It's the crotch snake. I don't know. Crotch snake. <laughs> I think I found your wrestling name. Well, talking about first-person shooters, I noticed that Battlefield's not getting well too. They tried to launch against uh, God, and they're not doing really well. Are they? No, not going well at all. And I'm a good. I love Battlefield, and I wasn't going to buy it, but I've just been watching the reviews, and it's like, no, nah, all COD all the way. So. Cod where it is. That's where everyone's playing, though, man. Everyone, mm. um, everyone's streaming it. Everyone's playing it. Um, yeah, I haven't, I haven't downloaded the campaign mode for this version of Vanguard. I've been oh, yeah. really playing the multiplayer for it. Most of the time, I, I usually 
do like playing the campaign mode. Mm. But this time around, I've just gone, just, just give me give me multiplayer. Yeah, I've noticed the last few nights when I've jumped online that Sir Alan is waiting in the lobby for multiplayer. Mm. Yeah. Yes. And it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Oh, Flair getting a steel chair. Holy shit. I love how Flair does the walk, hands up in the air, and walks towards him. I'm coming for you. Hey, I'm going to hit you. Turn around, please. <laughs> he did it again with the backdrop. Right, falls on the side. Oh. Raiders is right there. Calm down, mate. Oh, shit. The referee is down. Taken down. Here we go. Oh, there we go. New referee. Going for the outsider's edge. Oh, God. Oh, wow. How is the crowd getting up? They are. Yeah, they are really getting loud for this. Going for the perfect plex. Perfect plex. No ref. Look at Come on, what are you... <laughs> he, I mean, he was checking. <laughs> the referee was doing the right thing and checking on his, you know. Mm. Joey was doing the right thing. He's fallen, Conrad. He's fallen, Conrad. I must check on you. Do Another it. perfect plex. One. Two. Yeah, they're kind of losing it a bit here. You're going to call it or what? Is, oh, oh, yes, so he is. They are calling it. <laughs> Jesus Christ, hell. <laughs> Holy far out, bro. Figure four. Break those legs like a drumstick, says Bobby. Oh, God. <laughs> Giselle having to take in the tumble like that. He knows how to take bumps. What are they going to do with that steel chair? Well, yeah. Here we go. Uh, okay. Bit of antics right here. What's he going to do with the chair? Oh my god, in the throat. Listen to this crowd. They are loving it. Mm. Oh! It is. Hell yeah. Oh. Hell yeah. Listen to Bobby. Stop him. Someone get down there. What is it? DQ finish. Wow. That's not... Fa- look, there's, there's JJ Dill on there, look. Next to... Um, oh, yes. Edna. I just noticed yes. that. Ooh. I didn't see that the other day. When, when I watched that, I didn't see him the other day. And there's um, Dave Hebner there. Hmm. 
I love Razor. No one beats the bad guy. Well, you lost, so... <laughs> he did. They yeah. did. <laughs> it's a bit obsolete. Yeah, it's a bit obsolete, that uh, on the trunks there, Razor. Maybe put the chair away. I got smacked in the head. Yeah. Let's hug it out. Come on, hug it out. Hug it out. Hug Chimpanzee. It out. Chimpanzee hair. <laughs> See the big boarding patch he's got there too. Wasn't going to bring it up. You shouldn't really throw stones, so be careful what you say. That's what I'm scared of happening though, Al. Side note, I'm scared of that happening. Well, you know what? If that's going to happen though, what? we should finally get a sponsor for us to help us if that ever happens one day. Okay. Hmm? Yeah, what, a hair club for men type of thing. There we go. It's a Survivor Series moment. Two men, thumbs up. The perfect team. Thanks, Vince. You come here. You can go through. Soak it in. Soak it in. That's what I was thinking. Like, it's almost like a big, massive co-main event, but it's done in the middle of the show. Yeah. Bobby crying. <laughs> Ugh, pardon me. Now, this is pretty funny, this. <laughs> Shut up! And look at Hall, just, yeah, yeah, shake my finger, act pissed off. Just need uh, Lex Luger there. Just draw a symbol as you talk. And watch <laughs> my finger, and I'm doing this doing that and another thing oh Luger I still think like one of my favourite Luger matches that we've ever done was Luger Sting at Starcade 99 with the bat with, with the bat shot by <laughs> and Sting's out man he's out <laughs> and then what Luger puts Sting's hand in the chair stomps on it and Sting no sells it because he's literally out from the bat Miss Elizabeth just smacking Sting in the face with a goddamn bat. He just dropped, though. Like, it hits him on the chin, and he just arms fall down. He just face plants it. Like, okay. Yep. Yeah, a little man with a mustache comes to me and says, I want to have more questions. Go away! Oh. Now, this is a pretty quick one, guys, and it's our first Yoko Zunarel in this entire podcast. Holy shit. It yeah. is. Nice. Mr. Fuji. It's so good, like, to look at Yokozuna coming out, you look at those eyes, and you can just see so many talents that have, like, come and gone within WWE. Like, Roman, yeah. The Rock, The Usos, Naya, Tamina, like, all these people, like, they're all connected and similar communities. Connected. And, yeah. And he's the trendsetter. He's the one that started it all, really. He was that first big one up there. Big time. I also forgot, what, three-minute warning. Another one, too, Jamal and Rosie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't... <laughs> Here are your flowers. I do not want them. <laughs> Just throw it. <laughs> Get out. What's this? <laughs> Where's... 
Where's the meat? That's me personally. Yeah, I've got a couple of um, what's the word I'm trying to look for? Where they concubine? Uh, uh, that's what they're called. Uh, the young. Oh, Asian the, Com- the Komodo. Yeah. Yeah. Komodo. No, no, that's what they're. Yeah, the concubines. They come down. Yeah. And they give them the things like that. I'm just instantly trying to think what they are. Now, just instantly, instantly, we're back to Mulan because goddamn, that's one of my favorite movies. And um, when they're giving the flowers to him, I'm just sitting there going. What are you giving me flowers for? Where's the meat? <laughs> Give me the meat. Not flowers no. again. Flowers again. He's throwing the salt. <laughs> Give me something. And side note, I have been thinking about doing that hairstyle that, that Goko's doing. So You should probably do the Virgil if, you, if you're if you worried about your hair. <laughs> Just get rid of it, Tom. Just do it. <clears throat> Actually, don't. <clears throat> Pardon me. Don't do that because you'll look like a you probably look like a victim of something. Yeah. I don't think I would ever cut my hair short. Unless yeah. I really get, like, balding, I'll do it. But, I don't know. I've worked so hard to get it to where it's at, guys. So. Shucker the driver. Who was that? What the? <laughs> Who was that? Oh. Looking fit there, Virgil. He is. And I believe it's our first Virgil as well. First Virgil match, yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's a pretty quick one. This one is three minutes and 34 seconds. This is your piss break one here. Mm. Well, I'll just mention quickly, like you've probably seen it when you've been jumping on gaming, like I've been so deep into like Tom Clancy games. I'm like really digging. Yeah, I've got like, I've literally got eight games on the go at the moment. Fantastic. Like, was it because of COVID restrictions? I went back to EB today and spent would have been maybe two hundred dollars worth. I got it for like sixty bucks of discounts. Good shit. A um, lot of Assassin's Creed. I've got Origins, Odyssey, and Valhalla now. I've got the Division one and two, Watch Dogs one and two, Ghost Recon, Wildlands. I've got Breakpoint. I'm so set for games. Like I said to my wife, I literally don't need anything. Like, for probably the next year. Like, I'm going to play these games at 100%. I do not need any games. Maybe some vouchers for Christmas for, like, movies. But in terms of gaming, I'm dad, daddy set, guys. <laughs> I'm just going to play these for months now, so. Excellent. That's good. Like, the Assassin's Creed games, I love them. And, like, I finally figured out how to put my TV in the best settings. Mm-hmm. Like, high-resolution TV. And I'm like, this is how games are meant to be, man. They're oh. just fantastic. Almost like a modified rock bottom. Yeah, the Sambu Slam. Mm. Yokozuna also we saw before was a super kick that he just kicked virtual right in the face. Well, really, within the next couple of months, he would enter into the world title picture against Hitman. That was his big, big call to fame. And also when Hogan came back and what you had, what, WrestleMania 9? Jesus Christ. That was... Mm. The American has beaten the foreigner. Yeah. We should do some 93. What do you reckon? Yes. Oh, yes. Definitely, for sure. Planet Attack. Watch this space, guys. Look at Virgil here. Cartwheel. Doing some sick tricks here. Here we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Just got squished. Oh. 
you got Bonsai? God's sake, look at that leg drop. Oh. <laughs> Do you need your head anymore? The crowd, you hear the crowd just <laughs> gasp at the same time. What did I watch the other day? WrestleMania 12, and it was Bam Bam Bigelow versus Yokozuna. Oh. You're like, holy crap. Like, look at these two. Oh! Yeah. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> you see this ass? You're going to get this ass. <laughs> oh, my God. He just... Oh. Was it Yoko that used to do the belly-to-belly suplex as well? It was like the, the gripping belly-to-belly. Yeah. Oh shit, going up. Careful, careful. Oh god, Virgil Moon. Virgil Moon. Bunzai. Those ropes bent so much back then. Mm-hmm. And the ring is still shaking. The mm. ropes are still. What did he weigh? I'm going to see what they actually said he weighed at this time period. Um, they think it was 530. 589 89 okay yeah that's bigger than the big show dude and he was 6'4 Jesus mate yeah unfortunately he passed uh, he was a lot bigger than that when he passed away I think yeah because that was his thing in life he was wanted to be the world's largest pro wrestler Mm. in mass well, I would say his, be- his best times were, what, 93, 94, and he passed away in 2000, and I don't think he was doing anything. Here's the brain scan. Right, uh, look at that. <laughs> As you can see, this part of his leg here. Yep. Look at the height, was... too. Jeez. Oh. Here we go. And just squishes him. Cranberry City. <laughs> You want to crush those cranberries? So they're saying here, when he actually passed away, he was 580, so almost the same weight. Like he went back and just kept getting bigger and bigger. And because I remember there was talks of Bruce saying they wanted him to come back. They just yes. said, you know, Roddy, you're not doing well. You know, you're struggling. And yeah, you need to lose the weight. I will lose the weight. You didn't lose the weight. Oh, but I will. No. I love the telephone. Like, in there, like a real sportsman's, like, you know, like football college phone yeah. there. Yeah. That's what? a big ass turkey. What? So you hear that sit there all day? Wait, <laughs> that's a, hey, hey, hey. Where are you guys throwing these down? You have a salmonella poisoning, and yeah. Yeah, wash your hands, dude. You can see some of it's still on Perfect's hand a little bit. Let's get another one. Oh, that's just... Where did these come from? That's <laughs> a, a squab right there. That's when you do a little conducting thing. You put the actual one inside of it and put it into another. What's that called? Spad dock or something like that, yeah. Kaducken. Kaducken yeah. is the mm-hmm. right terminology is when you put an animal within another animal and you, you cook it. Would you I try love that? It. I have. I have. Yeah, when I was in China. Had heaps. Yeah, bro. 
Oh, speaking of another Lenny Parfo. These guys look like something out of He-Man. <laughs> the Duff Lundrum one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the Beverly Brothers. Yes, the Beverly Brothers with uh, the genius. Look at that. Do you like the, the inflatable on the shoulders? It's puffy. There's some puffiness <laughs> going on. <laughs> Beverly Babies, a hey. hey, come on. So all about, eh? My net, my net, my net. The tag yeah. team champions. My favourite belts, too. I used to love those mm-hmm. tag belts. <clears throat> I think I sent you that picture of the Revival wearing those belts that they did a photo shoot. Looks so good on them. Yes, sir. Jimmy Hart. Ted Biasi and IRS. Well, this is our second longest match on the card, I believe, because the main event is the longest at 26. And this then is this the elimination one, tag? This is the only Survivor Series one. Yeah, yeah four so, on four. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Which is interesting why they decided to do that. Just, just make it only one. Hmm. Yes, okay. Now follow the buzzards. Do you pay your taxes, Al? Always. <laughs> Shit scared. <laughs> knock, knock, knock. There's IRS at the door. Hello. Ah, Mr. Wyndham. Pow. <laughs> right in the throat. Grabs your wallet, opens it up, takes all the cash out, closes the wallet, gives it back. Gives me the finger. <laughs> Signs a receipt, sticks it on you. Jesus Christ. Jesus, here, they... here we come, Al. If you and I decided to become basement bros. Jesus. Typhoon have, and earthquake. If we did decide to have women in our life, these are, this would be our future. Such big dudes, man. Look at them. He's got the same hairline as you. I do not. Here they come. They're over too, yeah. Oh, big time. Hmm. Yeah, I love how they now. they never change their look. Like, We're the nasty <clears throat> boys. Like when they were in WCW and what TNA, they never changed their look. They always had the same look, same glasses, same leather coat, same shirts. Yeah, baby. I was having a laugh the other day. I was watching a little bit of the uh, XFW, you know, the promotion that Hogan made up. Excite Wrestling Federation with Jimmy Hart and Excite, yes. You can watch the entire thing on YouTube for free. It's like four hours long. Um, Fantastic. And it's like Jimmy Hart and it's like Brian Knobs goes, "Welcome to the show, guys. We're going to recap some of the great stars that we had." And like within a month, they were all re-signed, like to new other companies, and yeah. Yeah, it was. Um, they tried. Mm. Wasn't uh, Sabre was part of that as well? Yeah, well, Sabre was the commissioner. She was like the evil commissioner. Yeah. And I think Roddy Piper was there as well to go against her. You had Shivani and the King, because that was after WCW and after King left. Yes. Um, it was really that gap between WCW and TNA. That's where that, that's what they really, the XFF actually did. Also, WWA, which we've talked about multiple times on this show, guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. 
doing the flat strut here. And <laughs> okay. The mouse from the south is just in the big man. Well, I think he turned on what the nasty boys to help Jesus either, Christ. Uh, money win <laughs> win the belts or help him keep the belts. But I know, yeah, I remember he did turn on the nasties though. If you paid your taxes, you have to believe. You the look bustards. at Typhoon. Typhoon is almost Otis, like pre the turn. Like, have a look at that. Yeah. Yeah. He's got that big old belly, though. Which was he? In, which one was in WCW? That was Earthquake. He was um with the Dungeon of Doom, wasn't he? Yeah, he was the shark. Yeah. And this is this is the former tugboat. Yeah. Remember, this is what this is tugboat right here. And with, with his sailor hat. Yeah. Hoot hoot. All aboard. <laughs> Why? Why can't I say that? Stop it, because I'm just going to kick you off the damn boat. If I owned a boat, that's how I'll greet everyone when I'll do if my If I business. had a boat. Be like the Chris Jericho cruise would be the Tom Cruise. Come on in. It's just a little rowboat. <laughs> just move over. Those, just... It's one of those damn one things you have to pedal. All right, guys, all together, row... Row. No. Row. The ring's going <laughs> to break. Where's Alan? He's already swam away. The Beverly Brothers are going to die. Oh. Didn't oh, Earthquake become, um, what is it, Golga? Say, was he Golga? Say, say the same damn thing. Yeah. Right here, this big man here is Golga. Yeah, I was noticing some of his mood set, and I'm like, yeah, we've seen this when we did the SummerSlam show. And the Rumble from 99. Yes. All right, come down, sir. Well, they're not coming in the ring. They're not. They can't yet. (laughs) Yeah, you tell them. Oh, God. Oh, shit. What the hell? Jesus. I love how you just did that, just caught him out. Dude, if they come in, it's a DQ, though. Like, it's... And then... We're not legal. Me and the other man's like, shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you. And Michael just goes, what he said, yeah. Yeah. We can't get in the ring, it's against the rules. <laughs> I remember this really sloppy matchup in TNA, it was the Nasty Boys versus the Dudley Boys. No. <laughs> yeah. No. And guess who won, L? It was Hogan's time, so guess who won? Uh, his boys? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Less than 10 minutes, get the winner of the Dudleys. How many times did we see the pit stop? Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Always be expected when you think of that Hogan time because one of the opening matches of one of Hogan's first shows, he signed Val Venus to it, right? And to think of Sean Maul, you know, Val Venus, he defeats Christopher Daniels. Like, one of the stars of TNA, he beats him with the money shot. And you're like, what was that? Okay. It's Chief Morley. This is the Fallen Angel. And he was kind of trying to do Val without doing Val. Like, it's not copyright, so I can kind of do it. I can still have a tail. But, oh, um, he did. He gave him a towel. Yeah. Hey, guys, do you remember him? He was a WWE porn star. Oh, he never said that he did. He did an adult movies. Yeah, adult entertainer. Yeah, he laid pipe on camera. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just to summarize. Yeah. Can I tell you something funny? The other night, 
Um, I um, watch sometimes on Twitch. There's uh, some people. There's, there's a group of people out there that sometimes put old WWE shows up. And just recently, they were just they did pretty much from the very first WrestleMania to the WrestleMania just passed. And some of the chat comments are just fan fucking tastic. So we were just um, reading it the other night, and I think it was at one of the WrestleManias. Jack Swagger, Alberto Del Rio. Mm. And so every time we sort of Alberto Del Rio's name turns up, someone else's name is always brought up, and I'm referring to Paige. And admittedly, some of the comments we've made in this um, chat that I was in throughout the night was quite funny. And it's like, oh, isn't that guy that used to be with Paige? Yeah. Um, did she get DP'd? And admittedly, everyone's like, oh, yeah, that was her. And there's this one dude, he just, you could tell and tell he was like, look, I'm a bit ignorant here, guys, but um, what's DP? Oh, come on, mate. So I thought this is my time to shine. So I, I start, start typing away and actually put it in the chat. And the guy goes, oh, is that what it means? And then some other guys were like, oh, yeah, that was with Xavier Woods. He's now king of the ring. And then there's, um, what was the name, of the, the name of the other guy? I said, oh, Brad Maddox. And they're like, holy shit, you know, because my name on actual Twitch is Roscoe Bosco. And they're like, holy shit, Roscoe with all the, with, um, with the, you know, with all the, um, all the facts. And it just made me laugh because it progressively it got longer and longer. We're just talking about Beige. And then a gentleman's going, oh man, can anyone put the link up to that video? <laughs> and I know that Twitch does have a bit of guidelines. There's some things you cannot post, you cannot put in the chat because it will immediately be removed. And the actual wrestling video that we were watching will be taken down and probably mm-hmm. the actual uh, streamer will get in trouble for doing it. So... It just made me laugh, and I was just like, and this poor, this young fellow, I don't know if he was young, didn't ask him, it was just immediately, what's that? And then immediately people just going, oh man, please put the link up. Put the link up, we want to see uh, Paige. And then there was a brief time where I used to follow Paige on Twitch, and mm-hmm. I would jump into the chats, and you would see that, like, oh, have you spoken to Brad lately? Have you spoken to Xavier um, lately? And she does have a moderating team with her who merely ban those people mm. like that. Like, you're not coming back. You cannot comment. You are not allowed in the actual to watch the stream. You're off. So, just noticing that real moment there of how a wrestling community sometimes can be real. Oh. I'd love to know, like, if you asked him, what do you think it means? Just to say. I would have loved that. <laughs> But I thought at that moment I was just like you have to hold on to that. He was like, gonna mm. be quick. So no, I badly not... just goes <clears throat> funny, man. What was that with? Is it what Twitch channel is it that you're checking out? Oh, I would have to just give me a moment. No worries. Well it's like kinda of touching on that too. That's kinda of like the fight T V community. because like, I watch like AUW Dynamite or, you know, Rampage when it's live and some people yes. there are just like, dude, who are you? Like what the like you can't write that, Jesus. No, no. I, I, I wish he was fucking dead. And I'm like, what the hell? Okay, yes. you can't just enjoy the show, or you're wishing death on someone? Uh, the the actual Twitch name 
is Swatsif S W A T Z I F I F Y S Swatsif and what's he put up old WWE stuff oh this recently is just doing all the manias Wrestlemania marathon oh nice yeah so it's actually been kind of cool does he interact and talk or is it just a video I think it's just videos and they're basically but it's done you can sort of see it's got the time so obviously with this person it's not using the network Mm. so down the bottom it's got the barcode of how long the actual show goes for and up the top how what's the name of the actual the title of the show and with a with an so uh, say WrestleMania 25 exe, so this clearly has been downloaded. Oh yeah, and so he's, he's either he's either he's either converted it off a DVD or he's streaming it off an yes. illegal stream. Yeah. Now, if you've just seen there, one of the Beverly's got pinned, which means they're yes. both eliminated. So the rules is it's not it's called you say it's like a tag team Survivor series where. If your partner gets pinned, you're out. Yep. Okay. It's not one by one, so you get down to the final one or you know whatever's left. It's yeah, teams go out. So it's four on two. All right. I need to step out for a moment. I'll be right back. No worries. All right, guys. As Alan stepped out, let's have a look at some of this stuff because I really actually want to know. Let me look at when did Jimmy Hart actually turn on the nasties. Because we've covered quite a lot of it when they were together. So let's find out when this actually happened. Because we covered a few nasties matches in WCW. So what do we got here? So I reckon it would be the 1992 year or earlier. So it says here, oh, here we go. So it was in, in the fall of 1992. They turned face and dumped Jimmy Hart as their manager after Hart overlooked them. For a tag team matchup, tag team title matchup against the Natural Disasters, instead giving the title shot to his other tag team of Money Inc. Nobs and Sags team with the Natural Disasters at the Survivor Series 1992, but then actually were looking at departing. It looks like this was past the WrestleMania, and they joined WCW in 1993, and they were there from 93, 94, 95, 96, and 97. Independent in 97. Yeah, here we go. So they came back to WWE in 2007, uh, wrestling against Dave Taylor and Drew McIntyre. They only lasted one night before being released. That is crazy. I had no memory of that matchup. So it actually was a dark match, so you probably actually don't get to see that on the WWE Network. And then as I touched on, they were in TNA in January of 2010. And I think they were there for most of that year uh, before they left. No, March of this year, it says on my notes. So that's a three-month contract. Wow. You're back, Elle. I have returned. I was just saying there, on my notes here, had that the Nasty Boys went back to the WWE in 2007. They had one match before being released in a dark match against Dave Taylor and Drew McIntyre. Oh, wow. So that's kind of like, thank you, and just head off that way. We're not going to... Oh, wow. (laughs) I had no memory of that one. And it says here, in March 29, 2010, 
no, uh, news broke that the Nasty Boys had been released by TNA following an incident at a TNA function with a Spike executive present. Oh. Yeah. What happened there? Oh, they probably put the pin on him. They probably got one of the executives lifted up their armpits and then shoved his face into it. It was just a joke, mate. That's what we do because we're the nasty boys. We're the boys. Yeah, there's actually no notes about why or what the incident was. A couple of websites have reported it, but it doesn't say what actually happened at the function. Oh. So it says in my notes, you just caught it if you play it back. He actually turned on uh, the Nasty Boys to side with Money Inc. and then turn on the uh, Natural Disasters. Bloody bastard. The dog's oh, barking it. out my window here. Look out. Is it your dog or a different dog? No, nah, it's out there. I can hear it on the street. It scared me that a little bit. Like a little bit of weeding. Like just. Right. I heard I heard the bark. I thought it was like, mm. that might have been my dog, but I'm like. Yeah, a bit I can hot. Hear it now. A bit hot. We'll have another drink. No, it's empty. Go get another. Don't you get a more? Don't you get a collection of drinks before you start doing the show? <laughs> Funny note, I have a drink of water here, and I put it on the table. And as we started talking, I looked at it, and I'm like, it's leaking. It's cracked at the bottom. <laughs> so I'm like, there goes my water for the night. So you I can tip the water it. back into my can. I can do that. I'll do that actually. Oh, don't do. Oh my god. What? What's wrong? What's the matter with you? You sick? No one can hear it. They just spilled back on the ground then, but. You can hear the trinkling of urine in a can. I'll go to the road Don't make me laugh, I'll drop it. <laughs> don't make me laugh, I'll drop it. Alright, all good. Yep. Nothing says manly like drinking water out of a Canadian club can, so. No, it's not manly. It's fucking stupid, bro. That's really diluted. Don't ever do that again into the microphone ever again. Why? Sicko. That was disgusting. <laughs> Don't ever do that again, dude. What do you guys think? Let me know. No. Hey, uh, does anyone have some uh, AMSR in the uh, in your ears? Leave us a like and uh, a review on Apple iTunes, guys. <laughs> in your ears like that. What the hell, man? Jesus. Kyoto's oh. losing it here. Oh, here we go. Oh, We're going to have tugboats go. Tug... As you go, tugboat, one, two, elbow to the head, one, two, three. It's a quick elbow. But... What the... Could have got, the... got the shoulder up. But, uh... Why do you pin the other leg? Lazy. One. And it's over. It's over. Get out. <clears throat> You're, I just saw you rocking out then. You are dancing a little bit then you stopped suddenly. No, because I'm like, what are you doing, guys? Just don't need to hit your tag team moves. We're the nasty I love how I love how Earthwake's just clapping like, we won, we won. No, you got <laughs> pinned. <laughs> no, well, t- you Typhoon got pinned. But yeah, again, as you look at it, yeah, they won. I wasn't eliminated, so I didn't get pinned, so I'm still in it. Yeah, right. You got the tag tiles, run away, run away. Look at that jacket, dude. Look at that airbrush. That's a nice... 
when I met him all those years ago, um, mm. six years, seven years ago, when I met Hogan and uh, Jimmy Hart, he had his, um, I think it was, yeah, the orange, yellow and, and style of Hogan style, and just this massive picture of him and Hogan on the back of his jacket. It was fantastic. I actually found that photo on my phone a couple of weeks ago. I must have saved it when you maybe sent it to me. Yeah, oh, it's a good yeah. picture. Yeah. It's a good photo. Your son looks so little too. <laughs> Midget, tiny. And you had the Tyson Tomko looking security guard jacked up, dude. Yes, that's yeah. right. Yeah, what do you think of my hair? I just look at that poster behind him. The Taker one too. Yeah, the Undertaker one looks fantastic. Like full Death Valley style. Vince being a shithead here. <laughs> Stirring the pot. Yep. <clears throat> Maybe you should call him and talk to him on the phone. <laughs> you get it? Do it. Do it now. Look at him. I'm not going to swear. No. Fuck you, Vince. Fuck you. <laughs> you bastard. Oh, God, I'm a son of a bitch. Oh. Oh. This is a pretty good story. I will say, like, it's pretty easy, like, you know, the whole storyline of Taker being scary and Kamala Sling being scared. I'm like, it's a good storyline. It's Kim Chi there. Yes. Oh, yes, Undertaker. Can you get out, please? Oh, this was the one in London, wasn't it? In England, the SummerSlam that year. Yes, at Wembley uh, yeah. Stadium. Hmm. Uh, was it Bret Hart and Bulldog main event? Yes, yeah. sir. Yep. You'll get away from me. <laughs> Just chasing him. Oh, he went, he went oh. down like a ton of shit. He fell. On superstars. Three, three weeks later, I've come down with something here, Undertaker. Oh, that's all right. Mr. Wimpleman right there. He actually cuts a promo tonight, I think, Harvey, as well, before the match starts. Excellent. Hmm. I'm just, I'm out, man. I'm out. Seeing Kamala <laughs> when he talk, when he has, like, they've had shoot interviews with him and he talks, and you're like, hmm. no, no, you, you don't do that. No, 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 no. When I, I thought you were go, like that all the time. Aren't you the same guy all the time? I actually meant to be good. You meant to make all the jungle noises and no. He's fast for a big dude. He's out. Oh yeah, big time. He was taken on um, Bruce Barber Beefcake in that match there. Was it or was it Tito? I thought it was Tito, the the Manador, El Manador. Was it? Yeah. All right, Mark. We want you to pretend to be shaving that wood. Shave that wood good and hard. You got Bruce here producing it on the side. Oh wait a minute. Yeah, here we go. Mark, not too hard. You'll call Spark. <laughs> Easy shit. Funny note. See how like, he's doing the old-fashioned coffins. When I went, took my kids to Sovereign Hill yes. a couple of months ago, my son goes, "What's that?" I'm like, "That's the coffin." What the? I'm like, "That's how coffins look." He goes, "Why are they little ones?" And I'm like, "Ah." He goes, "Is that for wait?" And he goes, "Wait, is that for a kid?" I'm like, yeah. I said, sometimes I just chuck his in in the hole. <laughs> what? The, la- the la- <laughs> last time I was there was a couple of years ago. I actually had the uh, the actual Undertaker guy come up to me and start. He messaged me. Oh, that's and cool. He, and he goes, 
how long have you got? I went, I'm, and I, when I said, I said, I'm 25. He goes, so not long, hey? And he just ripped around and he walked away from me. I was like, you motherfucker, you just scared the shit. You haven't got long. But he said, he, as he, you know, this hmm. measuring me up, like, mm-hmm. They're pretty cool, some of the characters they have yeah. at those places. Like, smart-ass people and, yeah. Oh, that's right. He's a doctor. Look at the hat. Back up pimple face, he says. To wow. <laughs> it's got the headdress, the spear, the shield. My first time I ever saw Harvey Whippleman, it was back in, I think it was 1990. Mm. Oh, no, sorry, 1999. Or was it 2000s? It was when the... the the referees were doing a strike. They were sick and tired of being hurt by the wrestlers. So they got the scabs mm. referee. It was during the Survivor Series in 1999 after, um, no, it was 2000. It was just after, um, when the Oscar got hit by the car. Um, and they had Harvey Whippleman as one of the referees during a match. Yeah, I think it was, yeah, it was an Unforgiven 99, I think it was. It was the six-pack challenge where they had, like, I think, Doink the Clown, what's his name, Steve, he was the one of the referees. Howard was one of the other ones. I was just about to say, Dr. do you know who, Dr. Do you know who Dr. Kim Tom Chi Pritchard? is? Yeah, do you know who Kim Chi is under the mask? No, I do. It's Doink. Ah, Steve Lombardi, yeah. Steve Lombardi, nice. Yeah. Look at this one, Jesus, mate. The Brooklyn Brawler. I want a mega-sized casket, please. Oh, well, no, we've seen bigger when he took on Yokozuma. And uh, Shawn Michaels fucked his back up on it. It wasn't that one where, yeah, Kane burnt it. Roy Rumble 98 or something like that, set it on fire. Yeah, that was a massive one. That casket's on fire! Oh, that's a big-ass tie. This <laughs> makes me think of the... What the Randy Orton take a feud when he Randy couldn't light it, he kept tipping lighter fluid over the coffin and he just Stop. couldn't. He had so much on his hands he couldn't actually light it, mm-hmm. and then as he's about to light it, he realizes, wait a minute, I'm covered in it, and it's also on me. So he had to like light it and like throw it and then jump backwards. Yep. Yeah. See, fire bad, fire very bad. Don't play with fire. Mm. Oh, Check it. Yes. What was it? Check out that dark side of the ring, what no. Japan show with the, we can't breathe. <laughs> We're actually fighting in here. Anyone else busy? That other thing they earned with the actual, um, mm. the plush toy right there too. Look at that. Look at the velvet in there too. Look at this Kamala selling it. I'm out. <laughs> at least you put some red velvet down. It's going to be comfortable when you get mm. in there. I don't want to go in there. Look at him. So what other ring names did Kamala have? Just had... Here we go. He was called Bad News Harris, Giant Kamala, Gante Kamala, Jim Harris, Kimala, Giant Kimala, the Mississippi Marola, Sugar Bear Harris, Superfly, and Ugly Bear Harris. Six foot seven. Jesus. That's a big dude. Because Tate is about 6'9", I think. He is. <clears throat> so he retired in 2010. Oh, wow. Jesus. 
that's what how many years after this 18 years after this still going he's 70 oh yeah he passed away and oh yeah I forgot that he passed away last year mm, yeah that's, that's sad yeah 70 so he was a part of WCW in 1995 as Kevin Sullivan's member of the Dungeon of Doom whose goal was to end Hogan's career he yep. defeated Hacksaw, Hacksaw Jim Duggan and then lost to Hogan at Class of Champions 31. He was also a part of the Dungeon of Doom team at Fall Brawl, which lost to Hogan's team, the Hulkamaniacs. Nice. And then back to WWE in 01, which we've covered, guys, through the Gimmick Battle Royal from WrestleMania. Also 04, 05, and 06. He's got, had six children. Yeah. Jeez, mate, get a hobby. What was that time we were looking at? It was a uh, Jake the Snake had nine or something like that. Like nine, mate. Yeah. yeah I think you said, mate, put it away. Put it away. <laughs> Get off. Do it. Take up. Take up something. Go play some PlayStation. It's all we could do back here. then. Oh. The first time I've actually seen. Um, Kamala was in 2000 leading up to the great to the gimmick battle royal mm. and he's in William Regal's office oh, rubbing, his, right. rubbing his stomach and I'm like who the fuck is this guy who is this who is this guy and having no idea who this person was and then you know William Regal was what he wants me to rub the moons on his belly get out get out now and was everyone there? Was Harvey and Kim Chi a part of that? I know Kim Chi was, but I wasn't sure if Harvey came back. I think he did. I think yeah. they came out with him at 17. And what, Taker? We covered, what, Taker debut at, what, the 1990 Survivor Series, guys, where he uh, actually won his match, I think, for the Million Dollar Team. He did. We also covered uh, this Tuesday in Texas, 91, last year, where he defeated Hulk Hogan. That's no, actually, right. no, when he when he lost to Hulk Hogan actually for the world title. Mm-hmm. Like Taker's up there with Kane. Like he's been in so many of our shows over the years. Yes. We well, need to one time is actually a calculator of how how many mm. times has certain wrestlers been on our show. Well, do you want to know a funny note? What's that? I've been doing that already, so Oh, you nerd. Yeah. You freaking nerd. Tom, you're nerdy, shall we? Yeah, put it away. Do you want to know how many times Take has been in? Let's hear it. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. He's been in 12 matches on our companions. Welcome to the broadcast. Listen to Grown Man count for you. So after one comes seven. Dickhead. Triple H is in the most that's been on our show. Um, Yuck. Followed, <laughs> followed by Sting. Actually, maybe Kane's been in more. Actually, look at it, Kane, actually. Jesus Christ. What was that? Still chair. Yeah. I think it was the one that was used on Savage. It's the same one, just the one chair. Yeah, that's all they could afford that night, was the one steel chair. Oh, getting powered by the urn. What powers you, Al? What, what item would you see that could power you back up? Uh, probably a good can of... Um... Dr. Pepper, he'll probably do it. 
You love your Dr. Pepper, don't you? Just used my last one. I drank my last one now. Now I'm sad. Gotta go out and get more. Did you buy a slab? Or was yep. it just the 10 patch yep. or something? No, I got a slab and now I'm regretting it now because I'm like, shit. I got nothing now. Now I'm sad. Did you order it online? No, I, um, there's a shop not too far from my place to actually do slabs of it. And, mm. uh, I, um, I put them all in the fridge. And then every now and again, I have, you know, one or two. And if I'm gaming for the night, and then tonight I was like, oh, shit, that's my last one. Okay. Well, uh, you know, progressively through the night, I've been having water as I've been watching this show with you. And now I'm, I've just finished off now. Now I'm, now I'm sad. So you've had them for a while because you were drinking them back in SummerSlam back in August. Yeah, man. I, I, yeah. I, I, um, like I said, I don't drink anymore. Drink, uh, like I said, last week was probably the last time I had a, a beer. I was going to say, what were you drinking last time? Well, set, this time last week, I was just drinking beer. Mm. Just a nice ale that was going down. So don't get alcohol for Christmas for you? No, thanks. I won't drink it. Give me a voucher. Ooh. So Kim Chi's got it. Kamala doesn't want it. He doesn't want to touch that's, but that's, that's some bad juju, that is. <laughs> oh, holy shit. Oh. Why is the ref talking to Harvey Whippleman? Is, this... is Harvey trying to get in, or is he... Yeah, just talking with Joey, and they're just like, there's no need. He's going to the pin. Wait. That's it. Wait, what? Oh. Well, yeah, it makes you think that it has to be a casket match win, but it's considered a coffin match, which means but you can did... go into the coffin. You don't have to you don't win the match. He did him with a tombstone. Wasn't that his finisher at the time? Or was it? Yeah. Or was this when um? No, his finisher. His finisher was hitting with the urinal. Oh, that was his finisher, was it? <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> no, it wasn't. You're an idiot. Yeah, no choke slam and no uh, tombstone. Come here, Undertaker. Use a hammer. Look at that black hair. There's a guy over there with a green sign that said "Suffocate Kamala." Jesus Christ. And we're really looking at um, Paul Barrett this time with the black moustache and the black hair. It makes me think of um, Gomez Adams. Oh, yeah, that's I mean, what he's cause, playing Yeah, because I've been watching a lot of the Adams family recently, and I watched the new film with my son, and he loved it. And I'm like, who does he look like to me? And I'm like... Yeah, bugger, no, I would No. That, that'd go in, then. I... No. No. Yeah. Jesus. He just broke it, then. Oh, yes, Undertaker. Kamala starts freaking out for real, Mark. You don't have her, are you? Oh <laughs> shit, you are. <laughs> oh yes. That guy looks like Undertaker when he's fifteen behind Paul Bearer. He does the too with the heart with the heart punch and yeah. Easy now. You're breaking the taker. That's it. You're gonna take it all. <laughs> That's another one. Yeah, well, yeah no, he's, he's the dead man, Heenan. That's why. All right, turn the lights off. Lightning turn bolts the, going. Turn the light off. <laughs> turn the light... Look at Paul. Yeah, Undertaker. Oh. 
See, I can't see. All I see is Gomez Adams now at this time. Yeah. You still can't do your poor bearer, can you? You're um... <clears throat> not even going to try. Why not? It would be entertaining. No. Oh, yes. Go. Three, two, one, go. Um. Oh, yes. Holy oh, shit. Hmm. You've been doing that in the mirror, have you? That was just audio on my phone. That wasn't. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say. That was actually <laughs> UL. <laughs> From an old episode. <laughs> <laughs> When did he say it? So I was his bank put it up here. Oh yes. Well done, mate. Oh, this cocky bastard, mate. Nips out cock. everything. Cock, yes. Nips out, cock out. Look at him. <laughs> Look at this cocky, sexy boy, eh? Sean Mooney, check it out. Look at it. Look at that jacket. I want, I want the centers removed, and I want the, the chest piece removed, guys. But I want a tassel though, connecting it. <laughs> you know why? Because I'm a sexy boy. Just notice that. What's the tattoo? Is that a dagger with a love heart? Yeah, he's had that for years. And that's your favourite IC title version, eh? It is, it is. It's one of my favourites. So we're up to our main event now, aren't we, peeps? Very Yeah, nice. I'm at a 155.04 on the clock, guys. Same right here. Hope you have enjoyed, guys. Wrestling Companion 72 and episode 117. We've got some things planned to cap off what has been, guys, a really successful 2021, especially in the digital world. But yes. thank you, everyone, for your retweets, shares, comments, likes on our Twitter, um, which is the broadcast T H E B R O K A S T, and also supporting us on our Instagram page. Don't do a much on there. Not really an Instagram guy, but I've been told by a few people you've got to use it a bit more because you can really grow your audience. But I just don't really use it. So, well, keep showing off that. Uh, the art that you do. Well, I saw this uh, article the other day talking about how they think that um, TikTok has actually surpassed Twitter and Instagram. Which I must something share with you as well too. That uh, your boy right here on the old uh, tickety tock tock mm. is over. Uh, let me just look it up right now. I don't need to brag. Not going to boast. I'm going to turn that right down too if we hear a gamer word. Um, I'm up to over 1,063 followers no, look on, on the old TikTok. That's Alan underscore... Oh, sorry, it's not anymore. I changed it. Roscoe underscore Bosco 84 mm. on the old TikTok. So if you'd like to come and follow me, and I'll follow you back. And if you'd like to look at cringe videos of me trying to make people laugh, this is the place to be. I might check it out. Funny video, Al. <laughs> I like what you've done there. He's going to delete comment. <laughs> Block. <laughs> I can't say any more videos of him. Hey, Al. I can't yeah. say your videos. Can I say you, I please? Don't. I know. Yeah, good. <laughs> don't. Don't comment. So did you hear... Uh, this uh, is Sherry. Yeah. This yeah, is Sherry singing. Hmm. Did you hear Bret Hart, not, uh, Sean's mentality for tonight's main event? What's that? He reckons he's the uncrowned World Wrestling Federation champion because since uh, the British Bulldog defeated Bret Hart yes. for the IC title back in August and Sean goes on to beat British Bulldog to win the IC belt, that means he's actually beaten both Bret Hart and Bulldog, so I should be the champion. He's not lying. Hmm. Look at those shoulders. 
this is some uh did he copy off that did he get those off the mountie did he it's some wide shoulders yeah that's like fucking I'm trying to think of a the Beatles had that mm. Sgt. Pepper and yeah finally, oh my god that is so still singy it's kind of like Jimmy uh, was it Nyhart of the same similar jacket too yes Hey, the big rhino bastard. Uh, where's my son? He's gonna wrestle that. That's your uh, uh, Michael. Yeah. So our first match tonight, we had a heart. Last match tonight, we've got a heart. Hmm. So I only watched this match once, which was the other day, and I kind of skimmed through most of it. So this is kind of my first time actually watching it because I think they go for about twenty-five minutes. Which is funny to compare to this 97, which was like 8 or something yes. like that they went for. Yeah. But they brought for like 15 minutes before that, like up through the crowd, up near the guardrail, up near the entrance ramp. And... Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm just going back and um, looking at uh, the year of 1993 mm. films. Films that came out in 1993. Yep. And let's uh, see if we <coughs> know some. Uh, the Leprechaun. The original one. The original one. It's with Jennifer Aniston, I think. Yes, it is. Yeah. Uh, Alive. Oh, what that's the plane it? one, the plane crash. Yeah, up yep. in the snowy mountains. Yeah. That's right. Uh, let's see if we get something else that we might know of. Uh, loaded weapon number one. Oh, that's the, the that's the National Lampoon's one with what Emilio Estevez and I think Samuel yeah. Jackson I think was in that. Correct, yeah. correct. I was about to say a classic, Groundhog Day. I actually watched that yesterday. <laughs> I love that movie. For you, myth. How many times did you hear the reference? theory about that film? Like what the original script was? Is it the Purgatory? Well, it was meant to be that he it was a woman that he was seeing that he stopped seeing, put a curse on him. Ah, okay. Yeah, and made it that he constantly has to live through the, the ongoing day. And in wow. the old script or something, he's able to find her and reverse it, but in the end becomes a better person and then falls for the producer still. But yeah, that really? was the original script, yeah, and they changed it about midway through. Um, it was actually finally released into cinemas, but The Army of Darkness, the very first film. Was that the third film in Evil Dead? Uh, yeah, yes, the third one. Yeah, because Evil Dead he... 1 and 2 was before yes. that. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> Jesus Christ, this is a fantastic movie that sort of gets forgotten. Um, Falling Down. Oh, I love that. I've bought, I bought that probably two weeks ago. Michael Douglas, awesome mm-hmm. film. I love that just, film. Just a man just wants to get home to his kid. Mm-hmm. It's funny because that movie, I always feel like when I watch, like he gets your, your hairs on your back of your stand up, like you go from feeling for him to then despising him. Like in the space of two hours, you really hate him at the end. But the way they start, it's not like he's just a guy trying to get to work and he's just the difficulties he has with what gang relations and, you know, how he gets treated. And then by the end of it, he's just this psycho and you're like, holy crap. Yeah. Like that, uh, what is it, restaurant scene always sticks with me. Well, the whammy burger. He goes the whammy to. burger. Yeah. Looks at it, so it's this flat piece of shit. Just pulls out an Uzi. <laughs> it was an accident. It was an accident. It was an accident. Jesus. Yeah. Classic, though. Awesome film. 
Um, just keep going through. Dave. Jeez, that's a classic. Is that the president one or something like that? That's yeah, right, that's right. Chris Klein or Chris Clean or something like that? Or something no, you're, like that. Yeah, you're right. Chris Klein. Yeah. Uh, let's keep going down. I, I'm still watching the, this match here, but I'm just looking at stuff that we remember from this time. Uh, a, a damn classic of uh, Jurassic Park. I was going to say that. Yeah, I thought that was 92, 93. Yeah. The last action we, we hero. saw that together. We went to the movies to watch it as kids. Mm-hmm. Last action hero. I bought that a yep. couple of months ago as well. Arnold Schwarzenegger and the golden ticket. That's right. <laughs> De- Dennis the Menace. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Well, Walter Matthau and what Christopher Lloyd. Yeah, with a with a knife. To, he nearly stabs a kid in the hand with a knife. Yeah, switchblade. What, what you got there, sport? He looks so, that looks so bad, like the teeth and like how they made him look so gangy and you're like, look at this dude, that's not that's not Fester, that's not uh Ock. Yep, that's Doc right. from um Back to the Future. Free Willy. Oh yeah. Uh the original Hocus Pocus. And they're doing a sequel to that, they announced on Disney Plus Day. That is correct. Hmm. Uh Coneheads. Hmm. That's what Dan Aykroyd? Yep. Robin Hood and Men in Tights. That's a good one. What, Kerry Ames and what, Mel Brooks? And... So I Married an Axe Murderer. I love that. That's my favourite. That's It's a that's, classic. That's one of my favourite. Com- that's my go-to. What if, you when... open, what if you opened a burger and you got a shark? You're like, what, what do you mean, babe? You know, like, like an electric shark. Yeah, you know, that's, you know, it, no. They tell you. It's a what was it? That um... way. When they go to the prison, <laughs> and they took the time, and they took turns pissing in his optimal cavity. Cavity. Oh. <laughs> this way to the cafeteria. <laughs> Woman. Oh, I love that. That's my go-to film. When I have a shit day or a shit week, I watch that film, and I, sometimes I go, "Oh, it's over. I'll start it again." It's a yes. good laugh. What the massive cappuccino cup? Yeah, it's a good film. One of my personal favourites, uh, True Romance, that was written by Quentin Tarantino. Oh, that's with um, Christian Slater? Oh, Christian Slater, Dennis yeah. Hopper, uh, yeah. Patricia Arquette, Val Kilmer, Gary Oldman, Brad Pitt. Um, uh, particularly one great line in the entire movie is that uh, Dennis uh, you know, Dennis Hopper says to Christopher Walken, so your mother fucked an eggplant. So you, you're, you're part of an eggplant. So that's what your mother did. Then takes a bullet in the head. God. I've actually never seen it. I know of it though. Never seen it though. I know the is poster. It... I remember the the posters both of them on the cover. I think the guy and girl character. So there's a um, brutal scene with the uh, main um, heroine of the character just gets absolutely like beaten by James Joseph uh, Gandolfini Jr. Mm. Guys from the um, Sopranos. Oh yeah, he just, and he beast of the absolute shit out of it. It's such a brutality scene. But she gets her revenge at the end of it, but it's just like, oh. So that would have been post-Reservoir Dogs and Pulp Fiction, or is that before Pulp Fiction then? Uh, this is during that time where he's, all these movies coming out, so yeah. 1904, yeah. Um, a, cla- a scary-ass classic, The Good Son. 
Yeah, well, that's a good film. Elijah Wood, Macaulay Culkin. Yes, that's right. Let's chuck, let's chuck a body onto a off a bridge. Yep. Let's shoot. Was it shoot a dog with an arrow gun? Yeah. Yep. Uh, Warlock, the Armageddon. Oh yeah, classic. They're, they're good. Another damn classic from the Walt Disney Pictures, Cool Runnings. Yeah, good film. I actually watched that with Jack a couple of months ago, and he really enjoyed it. Like, it really opened his eyes to, you know, the what'd you say, the, the how you know international people felt. Like, they didn't feel welcome. The idea of well, you don't look like us, so you're not a part of our community. And how he said to me, he goes, "Oh, they didn't win." And I said, "Well, it wasn't about winning. It's the fact Being that they that, that they raced and they showed we could do it. And you yep. know, if they didn't crash, they would have actually won. They would have broken the time, but." You know, they, when they came back, they earned that respect to become athletes moving forward. So, Demolition and that was also um, what John Candy's second last film before it he was. passed away. It yeah. was sadly. Uh, we got Demolition Man that had uh, Wesley Snipes and um, Sylvester Stallone. Mm, and Sandra, that's interesting. Sandra Bullock as well. Yeah. Now we know where Hogan was at this time. He was doing Mister Nanny. Oh my lord! Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Because I think he came. When did that come out? Does it say what year it came? What month? Uh, in October. Th- October. Yeah, because yeah, because Hogan was back in March, and then I think he finished up after King of the Ring, which was July, and then he would have wanted to go film that then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if it was an October release. For you uh, nerdlingers out there that love horror movies and uh, Christmas movies, The Nightmare Before Christmas came out as well too is that the Tim Burton yes it is is that, how, is that how old it is yes sir oh that's yep. crazy I thought it was like um, early 2000s yep hmm. um, in the month of November we've got look who's talking now that's the second one isn't it yeah I think it's the third one with the talking dogs yeah, yeah, that's right. Because yeah, there's look who's talking, look who's talking to, and then look who's talking now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Robocop three. I like that one. Yeah, I've been actually watching them on stand. I watched the first one and the number two recently, and third was a bit different. Yeah, they took it to a different spot. They did. You know, he's getting a game next year. What? Yeah, yeah there's a Robocop probably... video game. It's either 2020 or early 2023. But they announced the teaser trailer with the logo coming up but it's yeah, coming soon I'm, I'm for it I'm happy with it one of my personal favourites uh, Kalito's Way I haven't seen it but know of it yeah. yeah Al Pacino Sean Penn um, it's basically where they got some of the concept of Vice City from oh where yeah guy's trying to go straight and then it just gets pushed back into the uh, the drugs and the alcohol well not sorry drugs and uh, gang life or once mm. he was once part of very good movie um we got the three musketeers that Walt Disney they threw so much money at this movie mm, that's a live and action it, one isn't it yeah it had it had Charlie Sheen and Keza Sutherland and Chris O'Donnell and Tim Curry and it bombed yeah Adam Family's uh, sorry, Adam's Family Values oh that's a good that's number two that's a good film that's with um, what's her name? Joan Cusack plays yes, what Fester's wife or something. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Mm. Uh, another damn classic from our youth is Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah, I remember that was '93. 
classic movie. I actually watched that with my family the other day too, and I said, "What do you think if Daddy did that? Could you tell it was me?" <laughs> I said, "What are you doing it now, Dad? Are you? What do you reckon, Dad? I look like a lady, or what the hell? Do you look like a lady? No, you still got a beard yeah. though. Oh, do I? I yeah. thought I shaved it. Yuck! Did you ever hear the rumor of the sequel to that? What they were going to yeah. do a sequel? Like, no. Robin Williams was constantly asked after that movie, when's the next movie, what's the storyline? And it was in, like, developmental hell for, like, 10 years or so. And one of the, the written scripts was he his daughter goes to college mm. and he decides to dress up as Mrs. Doubtfire to go to college to keep an eye on her, which would actually eventually become the, what is it, Big Mama's House 3 storyline that they end up going with. But Robin, really? goes, Robin just said it just didn't make sense, like, why would I dress back up to see my daughter if she already knows it? Yeah. So they, they know that I'm that character. And I said, it just stopped. It didn't make any sense and we never did it, but, yeah. Yeah, there's probably no need for it. Because I think there were two books, actually. There were two books made about the film. Yeah. Books? Oh, yeah. okay. They were, they were actually a book before a film. Holy shit, I did not know that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Where Back, A Dinosaur Story. That's a good one. Yeah, yep. I remember my son watched that the other day because it's got um, John Goodman, I think, is it the voice actor of the dinosaur? Yes, he is. He's the main dude. He yeah. is. Um, what else do we have here? Can I guess one? Beverly Hills Cop 3? Just coming down. We've got, sorry, I, I think I think it's nearly there. We're just in December now. Mm. So we've got Sister Act 2. Yeah. And then we've got Wayne's World 2. And then we got Schindler's List. Then we got Beethoven the Second. Oh yeah, I watched that with my kids on Disney, I think. Yep. Um, what's eating Gilbert Grape? <laughs> with Johnny Depp. With Johnny Depp and and uh, a very young. Um... Leaves him in the bath, mate. Yes, Leo, a very young Just, Leo. So he goes to your girl, leaves him in the bath. That's right. Philadelphia. Oh, with, Tom. Uh, Tom Hanks and uh, Denzel Washington. Mm. This is a one from our youth right here. Batman, The Master of the Phantasm. Oh, that's a great movie. That's rated M, that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's on stand at the moment, I think, and binge. So it's uh, another one from uh, one of our favourites, Grumpy Old Men. Is that the second one, Grumpier or Grumpy? No, nah, it's just Grumpy Old Men. This is the yeah, third, first, first one. one. Yeah, our mum loves that. Um... Yeah, that's it, pretty much. I think I was like, I just, I, I thought that it was Beverly Hills Cop because I remember when we saw Where Back as kids, we you know we used to do the double feature with Uncle Dave. We went together to see Where yep. Back, and then I thought it was um, Beverly Hills Cop. Well, close enough to they came to that one was the Beverly Hillbillies. Oh yeah. So yeah, exactly. That's everyone's first reaction. It's like, oh yeah, mm. that one. Yeah, that <laughs> movie wasn't that based on an old show. Yes. Because they had the success for the Flintstones the year before, so they went back and gobbled up as much as they could from the old shows. Like, what, and then Brady Bunch and stuff like that would have come next. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Bewitched and yeah. Yes. Ah, uh, yeah, no. Um, there we go. That's a bit of youth for us right there, guys, to go right back in our. Mm. I should be watching the rest of this wrestling show. But they're also, but like, they're still classics, though. Like, you just thought then, like, I just, we probably said about at least seven we still watch today. 
mm-hmm. like Groundhog Day. Um, what is it? Uh, you know, so I married an axe murderer. Like they're still classics. I watch like they're awesome films. So, well, I got um, asked by my partner the other day to say to me, "Oh yeah, maybe we should put on um, what's it called, uh, Mrs. Doubtfire for Q." Mm. And I went, "Maybe not." She goes, "Oh, why not? It's Robin Williams." I said, "Baby, the first half an hour of the movies are watching a family break down because of divorce." Because mm. because of one, the father doesn't want to have a doesn't have a job, and his his partner says to him, he didn't get straight A's, he didn't he doesn't get to celebrate, it. he's not meant to have mm. a, a party, and you watch a family break down, and you watch a man has to go move out and he has to live by himself, uh, you know, sit down, he's telling his kids to sit down as soon as they hear the mum beat mm. them on, they're meant to come out, where he's got to get, where was it, you're my goddamn kids too, so. But it also didn't have the happy Hollywood ending where the girl and guy get back together. Like, they don't get back together. No, Mum and dad they stay separated and show you what life could be. That separation affects a lot of people. So it might be a bit too much for them to take in, but... People yeah. forget that because when you're watching it as a, a youth or when you're watching it just a little bit older, then you, when you get grown and you're watching yeah. it, you go, oh, fuck. Yeah. Now, this, this was funny because Robin Williams dresses a woman, oh, yeah, and then you realise why he's doing it. It's like, Mm. he's trying to be with his kids because he can't yeah. be with his kids and <laughs> Pierce Brosnan is the boyfriend nearly dies because he nearly kills him <laughs> puts chilli on his bloody um, shrimp or something and nearly mm. kills him what well, chucks yeah. a lime at his head at the swimming pool as well and just yep just it was you say it was a run by fruiting <laughs> maybe, a run you by fruit. <laughs> maybe you didn't tip him maybe you didn't tip him oh he tries Crazy. to buy the girl, he tries to buy that girl the beer and she's like no thanks yeah <laughs> forgetting that he's in costume oh, he's shit, forgetting like, that he's actually in he's dressed as an older woman oh shit oh my god yeah from memory I... there was yeah there was two books that actually came out about it hmm funny enough the Super Mario Super Mario Brothers movie was actually brought out this year too oh well, I like that one people hate yeah. on it but I liked it hate it it's, mm. it's, it's a stupid ass movie didn't make sense I probably actually have a DVD copy like the original DVD somewhere in my collection you know what you should do with that mm. break it hey and never I'll watch put it, it again. I'll, I'll live stream it on a Twitch stream I'll log in as you hey guys how you going I'm going to watch Mario I'm a loser you want to watch with me <laughs> alright let's watch this last few bit eh? we've got about what about 10 minutes on the card yeah, I'm alright. Look at our referee it. too. Look at our refel. Who is it? Wait a minute. Son of a uh, bitch. Yep. <laughs> Return. I was just thinking too, like, looking at this year, like, would you say that the relationship would have been good between Sean and Brett here? Like, it broke down somewhere. At least what ninety six. Well, I'm looking at it. This is when Sean just split up from um, being a rocker and mm. started this new persona of himself so he's trying to sort of live the gimmick as well too and basically saying this is what I I should be in the title contention yes I have the Intercontinental Championship but why am I not in the, the World Heavyweight Championship um, why don't I have that belt yet as well too mm. And well it's a stepping stone it's always kind of been a stepping stone title 
but also too I think here Brett was a very proud champion too he was very happy just to have the title mm-hmm. but sometimes remembering why do I have to give the title up because we know that in coming up he's going to lose the title to Yokozuna and then Hogan's going to return and take the title mm. so well Brett uh, was at, Brett was known at the 93 time to say that Hogan doesn't want me to beat him for the belt Exactly. Like any chance Hogan would lose to anyone else like Yoko, but wouldn't let Brett beat him clean. And Brett would actually use that in WCW when he actually did go that he said that to Hogan, I can finally get you one on one so I can beat you in this ring. Because if you watch here, yeah, the 93 year, he would do anything to get Yoko over, but wouldn't let Brett get the win on him. Oh, yeah, big time. Big time. Well, he looked at him, uh, look at Brett Hart and look at Hulk Hogan. Yeah. One of these things is not like the other. Mm. One is a, you know, a, a wrestling, like he's a, just a jacked up dude. And here's this little dude. Um, He's like a cruiserweight through Hogan's eyes, sadly. Oh, Hogan would think he's a tag team guy. He's just a tag guy. He's the Heart Foundation. When he yeah, was Heart really... Foundation, I was selling out arenas. and Yep. Yeah. But again, this was like the start of the, what is it, they call it the next generation or the new generation. It was like 93, 94. And that's when... Well, Hogan's probably thinking, well, wait a minute, I'm not new generation, I'm, I am the generation, and I'm starting to feel a little bit... You were that generation. Uh, I'm getting movies now, WCW's starting to come up, so... Mm. Most of my, you know, most of my friends, they've gone over to WCW right now, and they're starting some shit, and, like, again, like, two years from now, we're going to have the NWO appearing very, very soon. Oh, in 96. Yeah, well, Hogan left. He signed in 94. And then, what, beat Flair for the title. And then, what, turned heel, NWA run him up for, what, three years. Hogan left at Bash of the Beach and sued them and everything, so. I didn't tell you, too, when I was going through my old DVDs the other day, I found season one of Hogan Knows Best. Oof. Yeah. Back when he was with his Ugh. ex-wife, his, his ex-wife now, but his wife and what his uh, what's his daughter called? Um, is that Brooke Hogan? Brooke Hogan was there, yeah, and his son. But and, Hogan uh, knows best. I'm like, what is this shit? <laughs> like first season's about his um daughter wants to be a singer, yeah, and he's trying to go like trying to use his um like name of going yeah brother you know who i am i'm Hulk hogan this is brooke hogan you know it's like that's not your real name your well maybe start is... to think of like you know like reality tv like it really kind of started with the osbournes were one of those big shows that used to do it and i was like i'll ask gail do you watch reality tv anything you check out that's like that or um i did it this is a bit embarrassing but i'll tell it anyway because it got me excited um, the most recent season of The Bachelorette came down here in Australia very lately, and I don't like watching those type of shows, but as soon as I learned that, that the young lady, the Bachelorette in the show, is both, one, Indigenous, so she's Aboriginal, mm. and two, she's bisexual. So immediately when they showed the promo videos of her talking to other people in the advertisement as well, you see her talking to women, she's talking to guys and next minute she's over there in the hot tub with a guy and then next minute she's over there like sitting in the snow with a young lady and they're kissing 
and there's a little bit of make out session going on here which I just then immediately thought like what is going on here in this show and immediately my partner and I start voicing like our different like being an old couple going what the bloody hell's happened to the world today you know <laughs> they're allowing indigenous people on TV and now there are plenty of lesbians on there I mean I've got a granddaughter who claims she's a lesbian. She hasn't met the right fella yet, but, you know, she just needs the right type of guy. So that's the type of lingo that my, my partner and I do. You know, it's just pure entertainment for both of us. Um, holy shit. What a kick. Um, so I watched the probably maybe, like, the first maybe couple of like, episodes, and then I didn't watch them properly. I would mm. come in and watch what's going on, like, and, you know, I give you this rose, and I give you this rose, and I saw so-and-so talking here, and it just, it became, started off really, really well, because she was talking about who she is as a person being a bisexual female, and also being in a world like we are today, and then she's mm. indigenous. And then it got sort of raunchy, because some of the other contestants were actually hooking up with each other. Wait a minute. Exactly. That's not how it works. No, it doesn't. No, it's not. And it was like... <laughs> Is this oh, Love Island now, or...? That's what I pretty much was thinking, the same similar <laughs> shit. And she got really offended by it. I was like, I can't believe they're actually doing this. Uh, you know, they're meant to be here on the show for me. But if you've got so to put them together, I, that's what's going to happen, though. Well, every time that she's actually sort of spoken about, you know, hmm. she's an indigenous lesbian. And I'll just share that. Greedy. That's just bloody greedy. Come on, mate. <laughs> you need to make a choice. Uh, yeah, often it's like, just do it quietly, all right? Bloody hell. Don't need to make a choice. Just, you're just greedy. Yeah, I haven't so, watched yeah. those types of shows in a long time. Like The Bachelor. But, when, yeah. uh, but I think the one I sort of like powered right through was probably a few months ago, and that was Legends House. Oh, yeah. On the network. On the network, yeah. And they you start off like, oh, this is kind of funny, these old dudes, and then when Piper gets into it, you think, man, he he, he was struggling here. Hmm. When was it, like, 2012 or something like that, 13? I think it's I think it's earlier. I think it's okay. earlier, yeah. But because it, it shows a lot of them just, like, um, there's a big... Tony Atlas. Mm, I remember brief, that. Tony Atlas and, a, and a, I think it's Hacksaw or, some, or, or Piper... Like in the first couple of episodes, they do not get along because some shit went down when they were wrestling at the time. Uh, oh, it was a hillbilly gym. Like something yeah. racial, something racial happens in the show. So El, El just got hurt there, but that he didn't. He's not selling it anymore. Yeah. No, I remember what you're talking about. I actually remember seeing that when it was on one of those wrestling sites, talking about how they had to edit the show and they might have to stop it because of situations and. Yep. Yeah, past incidences and yeah. What do you think of the the cow print for Sean? It's like leopard, red leopard with a cow print. Leopard print cow print. Two thousand fourteen. You're right. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Because that's what that was when the network launched. Because it launched just before WrestleMania thirty. Hmm. So yeah, they're probably so... looking for content to fill it up with. So. They have Piper, Tony Atlas, Mean Gene, uh, Pat Patterson, mm. Jim, uh, Jim Morris, Hillbilly Jim, Howard Finkel, and um, Jimmy Hart. 
Yeah, was it like a Big Brother kind of thing, or was it just yeah. they just no? Yeah. Exactly, they had him in the house, and they would, every day they would have to wake him up and like, today you're doing this type of thing together with a group. Dude, we're um, sixty, we're sleeping. Okay, yeah, <laughs> exactly, pretty much. Um, Jim Duggan uh, was also in the house. Shawn Michaels was also rocked up in an episode. Mm. Uh, Gary Busey rocked up for one episode as well too. Oh yeah. Um. The Iron Sheik rocked up as well. Jerry Lawyer. I think there was only one season, but it was yeah. 10 I don't episodes. think yeah. I don't remember. It. Yeah, I was gonna say it was only one. I was gonna say yeah. it's like eight, but yeah, eight episodes. Yeah, and they never went back and revisited the well for that. Like they could have maybe done another. Mm. But yeah, it's been a physical month this matchup, guys. And I think there is a one of the, I think it's like the last episode they talked about um Pat Patterson spoke about his partner. Oh yeah. And uh how you know he was the first man that he ever fell in love with and when he hmm. passed oh he, he never fell in love with anyone ever again. Sweet chin music by Shawn Michaels, guys. Ryan the chops. What's he doing there? He says, uh, I'm crossing the throat. He's, it looks like he was going for the the pole driver. Well, he just gestured it too. He did the, yes. the, the neck and then he did the actual gesture of the pole driver. Right. Oh, he's doing... What's, it? What's this? Oh. That's not a pole Come driver. Come on. How's that a pole driver? What was no, that? He was going for something. Was he would have tried move. to grab his... He would have grabbed oh. his knee to try oh. and weaken his... What did he say dick move? <laughs> it was. He ranked him in the eyes. I think it was like a back suplex. I think that's what he was maybe going for. Well, because he did it on the side, I thought he was going to grab Brett's left knee, lift him up, and slam the knee down to weaken the knee for a sharpshooter. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he signaled for a pole driver there. Right. Bell stressing oh. out. Yeah. Oh shit. Oh. Oh shit. Uh oh. Oh. God. Oh. Far out. <laughs> you guys are beating the shit out of each other. It's awesome. The ropes are really loose tonight, aren't they? Just <laughs> spaghetti. Mm-hmm. Look at Brett. How much, how much longer have we got, Earl? Two minutes? All right. Yes, that's right. We actually had a run on the mark there two minutes mm. to go, guys. It's been oh, a good match. It's been a good show so far, guys. Hope you have enjoyed our banter. It's the first time we've caught up this month. Yes, it's been. It's a good one. Oh, here we go. Counter. Counter. Into the sharpshooter. Step over, cross, turnover. Center of the ring, too. Oh. That's it. Bad luck, oh, bad luck, Sean. It's actually quite funny watching a Sean Michaels and Bret Hart match and not waiting for um, applying the uh, the sharpshooter in the... Um, the referee causing some shit. Don't worry. That it's it's just so now. funny though that it's all the three same people though. Like it's <laughs> just three same people, and Vince at ringside too. That would have actually been so important. But here we are, what five years earlier, and you wouldn't even know that's that's how this Brett story would have ended. Hey, it's the big man. <laughs> yes, I touched the Dylan the other day. Nothing says November Survivor Series like Santa rocking that's up. That's right. So. <laughs> 
It's the jolly man. He's struggling. I can't get in. Yeah, my boots, my boots. <laughs> I love you. I love you too. And look at the what lights are being dimmed as well. Oh no, it's snow. It's snowing. It's Here, snowing Brent. in November. Well, it is over in the States right now. It's very, very cold, I would imagine. It's their winter. For us, we've got, um, well, climate change. So, Yeah, we don't get snowy, fellas. We get summer. Summer no, we, for like next three do, months. And if we do get summer, if we get snow, we've got things going on wrong. Mm. He's really trying to talk to Brett here. I need to hold your arm up. Yeah. Who? I wonder who was the big man. Has he got a ticket? Is that a check or something? Brett's got yep. a that kid's having a great time over there with holding the title belt his dad's holding it up high so you think that kid there would be our age now yeah like I would have been uh, how old what I would have been five no six when this show happened you would have been eight so that kid would be what early 30s now like us yep up there (laughs) Titan Sports 1992 Vince. <laughs> ho, 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 ho. Oh, thanks, Vince. <laughs> and there we go, guys. I hope you have enjoyed our Watch Along Wrestling Companions for Survivor Series 1992. Any closing comments out before we give a shout-out to some other podcasts? Good show there, guys. Thanks very much, everyone, for coming and joining us for this uh, 1992 look back at the Survivor Series. All right, guys. I'm going to give a shout-out to not one but two great podcasts, so check these guys out. Well, hello there. My name is Ryan, and with me, as always, is the man, the myth, the legend, the one, the only, Vinny. And we are the hosts of the Front Face Lock Podcast. We are brought to you in part by Lucky 13 Beard Company. You can find them at Lucky13BeardCO.com or on Twitter at Lucky13BeardCO. Here at the Front Face Lock Podcast, we drink... We watch old wrestling pay-per-views, and we give our twisted, drunken views on what we are watching. And sometimes, for no reason, we'll go off on a drunken rant about whatever's on our mind. You can find us at anchor.fm slash Podcast, or anywhere else you can find a podcast. Instagram and Facebook at Podcast and Twitter at FrontFaceLock. If there's anything you want to hear, you can email us at FrontFaceLockPodcast at gmail.com. Main Event Marks is a retro pro wrestling podcast hosted by two lifelong wrestling marks and walking wrestling encyclopedias, Troy and Greg. Every Wednesday, we do a breakdown and review from a fan's perspective on some of wrestling's biggest and most forgotten shows ever, along with the industry news from that time period taking you back in history to when that event took place. Main Event Marks is available on all podcast platforms and on YouTube. Follow us on social media at Main Event underscore Marks. Well, guys, you know what time it is. Alan's left the room, so I have to give a bit of a readout of our sponsors and affiliates. So Rogue Energy is a premium energy and focus supplement designed to optimize your mental and physical performance. And if you check out RogueEnergy.com and use our promo code 2702 at checkout, you will get 10% off products. Next one I want to talk about is Luxie. So Luxie can enhance your performance with their analog grips. These grips can be used on your PlayStation, your Xbox, and your Nintendo Switch. And if you visit Luxie.com and use the promo code BRO247, that's BRO247, 
you get a total of 15% off products. Up next is Triumph Chairs. So Triumph Chairs is a gaming chair company specialising in comfort and performance. Visit triumphchairs.com and use the promo code BRO247 on checkout to get 10% off products. Up next is Clinch Gaming. Clinch Gaming manufactures custom professional gaming controllers that you can use on your Xbox and your PlayStation and use our promo code BRO247 on checkout to get 5% off products. Up next is Player One Coffee. So Player One Coffee developed coffee recipes custom tailored to gamers, creative developers, and just about anyone who really enjoys a cup of coffee. And lucky last is VictoriousEyewear.com. So Victorious Eyewear developed blue-white blocking gaming glasses designed to eliminate digital eye strain and help you maintain comfortable and focused. Visiting uh, VictoriousEyewear.com and use the promo code BRO247 at checkout gets you 10% off. So again, shout out there to Victorious Eyewear, Player One Coffee, Clinch Gaming, Triumph Chairs, Luxie.com and Rogue Energy. Alright guys, we are back and we're at the tail end of what has been a great episode. Alan, any closing comments before we finish up for this month? Uh, like I uh, said before, uh, thanks everyone for taking time to download this show and uh, coming together and uh, again, we hope you we are sort of a somewhat distraction yet again during this, uh, well, it's sort of a calm time now, but I hope we're still there for you guys. Um best thing to do is to take care of oneself look after oneself be nice to each other i mean yes this is coming from the heel on this show but you know just try don't you know be nice to tom all right if you want to don't have to just do it thanks l all right shut up move on (laughs) all right guys you can check out our socials you can check out all of our episodes on podbean apple itunes check us out on twitter at the broadcast t-h-e-b-r-o-k-a-s-t also on Twitter and Instagram. Um, probably the Twitter's the main thing to check us out. Our DMs are always open for conversations for wrestling fans, pop culture fans. If you have a promo that you would like to have added onto our show, send us an actual email to broadcast2 at gmail.com. And if you are a sponsor that want to get your name out and want to use us to do that, happy to support you as well. Check us out on the broadcast at uh, broadcast2 at gmail. Dot com. Uh, probably my last comments is hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. Thank you for all, all your support that you offer it to us on all those digital platforms. We've got some great things coming up to cap off the year. If you want to know more about more about that, check out our socials on Twitter to hear what that episode will be. At the end of this month, we have a TBK vault that we're actually releasing, guys. We're going to be putting up the uh, first ever Elimination Chamber from Survivor Series 2002. And I've also added the World War Three from 1997 for your listening pleasure. And as we say each and every episode, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or... Good night.
around. Now we're going to go back and listen to a classic TBK moment. It wow. makes me think of the old what? SmackDown games. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just Bring It and all that stuff. They were some Can you not? No, I'm allowed to do... I'm allowed, that's not a voice, though. Yeah. It's just a sound. No, he looks like an idiot. Right. Okay? No, Lucky we're it. not doing a bit of a Chromecast here, guys, or anything like that that shows us, yes. or not on Twitch just yet. Isn't it but, almost yeah. Twink? What, twink. That's what I signed up to. Is that what... Yeah, no, it's there, a webcam-based thing. It's yeah, a web... There we go, guys. Tom likes to sign up to Twink. No, that's what it is. The thing that... 83 weeks, that's... Twitch. Oh. Twitch. Twink is something completely different. Sure, what I said up to then. A lot of uh, like hairless men. I noticed that. Man, I was thinking, oh, but they're not talking about wrestling, so maybe it's. Oh, they're they wrestling, will. all right. Yeah. What the fuck? Man? Seriously. 